just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and as always I'm here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Hello David. Hello, hello Jess. Matthew. And hello Dave. <laughs> hello. Great to be here. How are you both? Um, oh, Don't answer honestly. Oh God. great thanks. <laughs> For God's sake. So good thank you. <laughs> good thank you. Good. Good and you? Uh, great. I uh, yeah I'm not I'm much better at not answering, honestly. I came in today. I missed a stupid old meeting yesterday because I was crook, as you two know. And uh, I came in and Evan goes, How, how's it going? I said, yeah, great, thanks, you. And he goes, oh, you're going great. Weren't you sick? Oh, yes, I was. <laughs> I was. I'm, and I'm, like, so dodgy. I'm on the mend. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's, it was a quick one. It's a miracle. It. I <laughs> I think I've, I've hit the third decade of good thanks. Yeah, good thanks yeah, to you. Time. Yeah, every time. Always good thanks. <laughs> I could be on fire. No, good yeah. thanks. Yeah, You're in it. hospital yeah. and the doctors are coming in. You're like, great, I'm great. good thanks. Like, How okay, are you? The work here is done. Yeah, great. Well, I guess you can go home. <laughs> I thought your leg was broken, but well, seems like you're all good to go. Uh, what's the pain between one and ten? Oh, good, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> oh, I mean, quite a lot of pain, yes. Yeah, probably a nine, to yeah. be honest, but I hate to be a bother. Um, look, I want to I wanna cut the shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, and I'm gonna. I want to explain how this show works. Okay. Well, I, if we cut all the shit, there's not really a show left. Nah, I'm done. <laughs> done with the shit. Okay. Even, there's not no. even an explanation. No. Who cut the shit? <laughs> no shit from me. Okay. Okay. You watch this episode. <laughs> shit free. Whole new Jess. Shit free Jess. Shit free. It's a new nickname. It's a new hashtag. That'll be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> how this show works is one of the three of us 
goes away, researches a topic usually suggested by the listeners. Um, we come back, we tell the other two all about it, and the other two listen very politely, quietly. Mm-hmm. In the case of- You just said you were going to cut the shit, so tell the truth. We usually interrupt them a fair bit, <laughs> go on some really silly dog shit riffs, and when it's Dave's turn to report, Matt and I are the sass twins, and we get particularly- Bitchy. Anyway. Uh, particularly dog shitty. Dog shitty. We're pretty dog shitty. Um, but it is Dave's turn this week, which means the people Sass Twins mostly, come out to play. People are mostly made out of water. This podcast is mostly made out of dog shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not anymore. No. That's the old us. Are we just dog now? <laughs> We're mostly dog. Cut the shit. All right. So, Dave, we Dave, get onto get the topic. Dog up, yeah. <laughs> get onto with the topic with a question. What's your question for us? My question is uh, pretty open. Couldn't really think of one. But um, uh, <laughs> which European country have we had a love affair with lately? En français. <laughs> we. Oui, he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. He, he honked it. Eh? <laughs> 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 en français. What does that mean? Does that mean in French? Yeah. Yeah. En français. <laughs> So, so technically, he said in French, so which is incorrect. So France. I say France. I'm afraid he did actually get in again. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're trying to outsmart me, that's how you good. Can't. That's how good and quick I am. <laughs> Gotta get up pretty early in the morning. Oh, well, you know, in the AM sometime. Yeah, yeah. To beat me, Oof, get up before midday and you're you doing get, pretty yeah. well. <laughs> now we are. I'm talking about uh, a French topic this week. We've done a, a bunch lately. Uh, we did the the beast of how do I pronounce this one? Gévaudan. Gévaudan. <laughs> Jess, we've done a, a Patreon bonus episode that people can hear about a French heist. Yes, ah, that's the right. Stink hole. The stink hole heist. <laughs> the stink tunnel. <laughs> Stink tunnel. Well, yeah, but how do you get into a stink tunnel? Yeah. Through a stink hole. Through a stink hole, mate. <laughs> hey, I just follow it to the end. I'll just keep getting deeper and deeper in uh, that. Oh, when hole. you see light at the end of the stink tunnel. <laughs> oh, that's a stink hole. <laughs> um, and we've done, yeah, I've done a bunch over the last year or so, but uh, today I'm talking about Jacques Marine, French super criminal. Oh, a super criminal. Super criminal. Super, I just couldn't say criminal. <laughs> a super criminal. A criminal. <laughs> This man is criminal. <laughs> this topic has been suggested by one person, and thank you so much to Kelly Trey from Surrey in British Columbia in Canada, who on the same day in 2020 also suggested Ching Shi, the pirate queen, that I also did a report on. Oh, wow. That's a big day. On fire, Kelly big Trey. Big day, Kelly. And uh, this topic was voted for That's, by- uh, Doesn't the- that remind you of when Dolly Parton wrote those two hits on the <laughs> yeah, same day? Yeah, exactly. Same Kelly Trey, Dolly Parton. I reckon same. similar. Yeah. Same, even. Same in my eyes. Yeah. Kelly Trey, cl- close the laptop. Is this that day. Uh, uh, Jolene or her uh, I Will Always Love You? Were they the two she wrote on the same day, Jess? I would say that this is more, this is the Jolene and uh, the Ching Shi was the I Will Always Love You. Okay. Does that help? That does help quite a lot. <laughs> Thanks for putting me in a term I understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this topic was also voted for by our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash pod. I put up four European topics. Felt like getting a little European and uh, this was the, the winner. Jacques Marine. So, let me tell you about him and I'm going to mispronounce his name because it is spelt Mesrine, but then according to independent.com, pronounced Marine. Okay. So, if I say Mesrine, it's the same guy, okay? Okay. No, but we will act as if you've introduced Who? a new character okay. and haven't explained any context. We will be okay. those assholes. It's, it's his twin brother with a different, oh. slightly different surname. So like I do it differently in Europe. Yeah. Monsoir and Monsieur. How can that be the same word? How can it be? They, is that right? Monsieur spelt like Monsoir. Yeah. It's mm. madness. <laughs> <laughs> the whole country, like, honestly, they're a joke. <laughs> 
No, I love the French. Sorry, this, love the French. As I said, we're having a love affair with France. Like, <laughs> we just love uh, them. Gabrielle Gatte. Oh. Uh, oh Manu. Uh, Manu. <laughs> uh, that old tennis player called Guy. Guy Forget, but it looked like it was Guy Forget. <laughs> love it. Love the country. Love the language. Love the people. Let me tell you about Jacques Marine, born on the 28th of December, 1938, just outside of Paris. Ooh, I'm saying really? that correctly. I don't think you are. His family were quite it's well Paris. off. Paris. Sorry, so sorry. <laughs> quite well off textile entrepreneurs, his parents, although their world was turned upside down when in 1940, the Nazis invaded and took over Paris. Marine's father, Pierre, was arrested and sent to a prisoner of war camp. The rest of the family were forced to flee to the countryside. So he's only about two years old at this time. In the country, Jacques wasn't able to fully avoid the horrors of World War II. And in the war's dying days, when the tide had turned, he saw a column of German soldiers retreating. The next day, he and his sister came across the bloodied corpse of a German soldier. But it didn't freak him out. This would be the first of many bodies he would see in his lifetime. Because he went on to be... Uh, mortician. Yeah, yeah. super mortician. (laughs) Super mortician. Respectfully looking after the dead. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Embalming, blessing corpses. Doing nice things. That's nice. What was his name again? Jacques Morgay. Is that right? (laughs) Jacques Marine. Jacques Marine. I was quite a way off. (laughs) Jacques Morgay. I thought maybe he was the guy that Morgs were named. Oh, okay. But I was wrong. The Marines. Oh, the Marines are named after him. <laughs> they also see a lot of dead bodies from time to time. Yeah, right. Jacques, who was nicknamed Jackie as a child. How do we feel about that? Um, sure. It's fine, but Jacques is better. I wouldn't I wouldn't change yeah. that. Jacques is yeah. one of the great names. Exactly. No notes on Jacques. No. Jackie, Jackie feels like you're dumbing it down a bit. Yeah. But do you think that's because we're used to Jack and Jackie? Maybe. And so Jacques feels- And Jack, Jack, Jackie. Exactly. <laughs> so we- you know, Jacques feels exotic and interesting to us. Whereas Maybe. if every second person's named Jacques, mm. you're like, I need to be something different here. Yes. Call me Jackie. Shush it up a bit. The yeah. Saints currently have, I think, seven Jacks on their list. There's too many Jacks. Seven out of 40 players. No, what? Yeah. How many Jackies? No Jackies. Any Jacques? And zero Jacques. Okay. Mm. See? They just need to zhuzh it up a little bit. There's your problem. Mm-hmm. There's your problem. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's c- called Jacques. He's called Jackie. It's the same guy. He's called M- Marine. He's called Mezarine. I'm talking about this man. Morgay. He's Morgay. Well, super criminal. He's going to grow up to be. Maybe he has a few aliases. Jacques Morgay. I think it's a great name. Jacques Morgay. Morgay. Yeah. People say Morg. No, no, it's Morgay. <laughs> so his family reunited after the war, and the young man was sent back to school, which he hated, and he rebelled against the system in a big way. He was expelled from his first school after he punched the headmaster in the face. Oh, that sounds like a super criminal origin story <laughs> for <laughs> ever heard. Yeah. Woo! He continued to get expelled from other schools, and the Le Monde newspaper writes: Marine thus began his life as a delinquent at a very young age. He's a child prodigy, he's a criminal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Gotta start young. Like Tiger Woods. People are like, oh, yeah. he's, what a genius golfer. But it's just because he started playing when he was one year old or whatever. Exactly. Same with criminal. If you want to make it to the top. You gotta start young. Yeah. You gotta punch a headmaster in the face when you're in grade one. I think that's like, you know, if if he was like playing the violin really beautifully at that same age, they'd be like, wow, like what a promising future. But just because he punched the headmaster in the face, we're like, exactly. this kid's got no future. Uh, actually, I think he has 
an amazing future. Yeah, he chose yeah. a different path than what you wanted him to. Yeah. Then, uh, sorry, it's but- all about how we frame things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so interesting. Hey, oh. And I guarantee he's the most well-known person in his year level at school. And later, he frames people, I assume. Doesn't yeah, he? as amongst other things, he's a super criminal. He does it all. <gasps> Bloody hell! His first recorded misdemeanor is a quote theft with a bouquet of flowers. Which was a technique which consisted of him pretending to be a florist, delivering flowers so he could be let into apartment buildings. Apparently, after breaking into an apartment, he would leave the flowers for the victim in a vase on a table, which is quite nice. Oh, that's nice. That's a crime? Well, if that's a crime, then I guess I'm a criminal. <laughs> you bought flowers before? Yes, and used them as a pretense to rob people. <laughs> and that's a crime now. <laughs> apparently. Apparently it is. Buying gifts for people is a crime. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And well, if you buy a gift, what? It's- it's not right to expect something in return. <laughs> <laughs> in 1955, at age 19, he married Lydia D'Souza, but the marriage didn't last long and the couple divorced a year later. He soon had to put his burgeoning criminal career on hold when he was drafted into the French army. A parachutist commando, Jacques Marine volunteered for special duty and was sent to fight in the Algerian War, a bloody eight-year war that resulted in Algeria winning its independence from France. And it really was a very nasty time. The independent newspaper writes that Marine was one of the soldiers ordered to execute Algerian prisoners by putting a bullet in their head after they had been tortured. Nasty, nasty stuff. Jeez. Sounds like the good guys won that war. I don't want. Tell me something awful that your Algerians did. <laughs> Balance it out. That's, uh, that's crook. Yeah. Fr- I, I, maybe, I'm, maybe I was right. Maybe France is a shit country. Yeah. Huge take. The love affair is over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hot and cold on France, <laughs> but if it, just to me, torturing and then murdering people is not on. Yeah. Because they want independence. Yeah. I'm just so glad no Australian's ever done that, you know, so Thank we can God. just feel comfortable and safe and we can know that no hope we're profile, a really great country. recent cases yeah, no. yeah, of well war enough. crimes, <laughs> certainly. So, you know, yeah, just, you know, when people are like, oh, is Australia good? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's who's even asking who's that? Who's asking that? You're asking that? Well, that's that's a bloody that is disrespectful to all our great boys and girls out there on the front lines. <laughs> you know, when people I love when people go they'll go, "Hey, as a uh, government, uh you've been pretty uh, irresponsible with the way you're using our armed force. How dare you? How dare you bring the good name of the great boys and girls out there into disrepute? How dare you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa not th- okay. Good stuff. They're good politicians. Very yep. slippery. You get a hold of them, you can't. They'll just slide right out. Ooh. They're all greased up. We've got a slippery character coming up later. I want you oh, to remember yeah. that. I want you to remember that slipping and sliding. Love a slippery yeah. character. Although he disliked military discipline, Marine enjoyed action and was decorated with a cross for military valour, which was a surprise to his family as he had lied to his parents and said he wasn't seeing any military action. They came home and saw him being presented with this military medal and they're he's like, like i'm washing dishes yeah, he's, i think he's telling like, that kind of thing and they're like what the fuck i'm like delivering mail sometimes just sort of like any kind of admin task they need to get done and then they're like calling him to the stage he's like a parachutist commander yeah. responsible for many murders they're like what the fuck <laughs> that's not murders if it's uh, at war yeah it's, it's- Something else, but it's not murder. Sorry, got me on a technicality there. Mm -hmm. When he returned, his parents noticed that he seemed like a changed man, though, and that war had really hardened him. And they were right. (laughs) 
According to his first book, he decided when he returned to France in 1959 to attack society for damaging his humanity in a false cause. Whoa. Did you just say in his first book? Mm. Okay. This is a story about a, a criminal and author. Super criminal slash super writer. Wow. Many hats. And and he's he got hardened, so I'm guessing flowers are out now. No way. Now he's bringing in a hand grenade. Yeah, leaving that on your <laughs> on your bench. In a vase. Yeah. It looks beautiful. So, yeah, it's quite nice. You know how people like fill vases with lemons? Oh. Just fill them with grenades. It's really lovely, actually. A little, little burst of colour. calling colour. <laughs> also, but returning- The pin has been taken out of one of them. <laughs> Which one? If you can guess how many are in there, we'll let you live. Also, returning to his life as a textile salesman was considerably more boring than jumping out of planes and the adrenaline that comes with war. So, in 1961, Marine became involved with the organisation Army Secret, who were a terrorist organisation that violently opposed French President Charles de Gaulle's policy to grant independence to Algeria. They carried out a series of bombings and assassinations. Army Secret. Mm. Now, I don't speak French, (laughs) but I know Matt does. Well, he honks French. (laughs) Any idea, Matt, what army secret could mean? Well, I mean, firstly, can I say you're not saying it right? Okay. (laughs) Army secret. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Okay. And it means uh, those who fight with a heart broken Mm -hmm. and a Fist hardened. Yeah, it's a very economical language, isn't it? In just two <laughs> words, I can I can say many. It's really beautiful. Mm. Wow. Yeah. What a language. It's a beautiful language. Yeah, language of love mm. and, and violence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the two go that, hand in that's hand. Yin and they? Yang, yeah. Man. <laughs> Get used to it. All right, that's Get French. Used that's France. to it. That's France. Thank all you. right, you want to come to France? You better get ready to live. You better get ready to love. And you ready? Better be punch. Face you. Wow. Sometimes in other languages, the words are in a different order, and that one—that's right. Yeah, that's definitely an example of that. There. <laughs> yeah. Better be face you. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I'll ch- chuck that into Google Translate later on. So he's do- he's joined this uh, sort of secret, sorry, secret uh, or secret um, organization <laughs> on the side, but really his first and true passion was and always will be crime. Yeah. He continued to carry out robberies, which had really escalated from the days of putting flowers on the table, to grenades. He was now robbing wealthy people, and in one such robbery in 1959, he was drilling into a safe when his drill broke. But rather than fully abandon the theft, he left, broke into a hardware shop, stole a new drill, (laughs) and then went back and carried on breaking into the safe. That's That's clever. Yeah, that's good stuff. And committed. That's perseverance. Exactly. You commit to a job, you've signed up for it, you see it through. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And he's now- Robbing wealthy people? Yep. I think that's a good move. Yeah. Early on, he was robbing the poor. <laughs> no, now I think it's now it's like super wealthy. Oh, yeah. Right. People yeah, with okay. jewels and gems in the in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely say they're the better ones to go for. Yeah. No offense to any Richie McRiches listening. Yeah. No offense. No offense to us. Don't bother robbing our. Well, maybe Dave's, but I wouldn't bother robbing. Yeah, I've got to say, I've got to say, I've got jewels. Do you? I absolutely. What's do. the combination? Uh, one one one. <laughs> Seven eight one. <laughs> one. Uh, but not all his crimes were charming stories because he took things to the next level when later that year he committed his first murder. Oh. Killing an ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend who was also her pimp. The new boyfriend was violent and after an earlier altercation, Marine decided to lure him to the woods and stabbed him. That was a roller coaster. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because mm. at first I'm like, oh, no good. Yeah. And by the end I'm like... 
slightly, yeah. slightly less bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because at first you're like, oh, ex-girlfriend's it's new a, boyfriend, yuck. It's not just a pure jealousy thing, yeah. Who was awful to her. Okay. Uh, I mean, still shouldn't murder. Just violent. Wanna- he was yeah, violent. Yeah, yeah. Was the new boyfriend about to kill? Was it in- Self-defense. To that he lured him to the woods. I'd like to argue self-defense, Your Honor. You lured him to the woods. <laughs> yes, I did. To, tr- to talk. Yeah. With my knife. <laughs> um, you yeah, don't no, normally I- lure people yeah. to a good place. We lured them to their surprise <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> where we murdered them. <laughs> we lured them to Disneyland <laughs> where we murdered them. Um, yeah, look, murder's murder at the end of the day. Still bad, isn't it? Still not the way to- Go with that, but it was a roller coaster of a sentence. Mm, it really, honestly, even looking back at it, well, whoa, <laughs> what a journey! Dave's written it like, <laughs> yeah, in a bit of a it's all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible to read. After a burglary in 1960, Marine and his accomplices fled to Spain to lie low, and whilst there, he met Maria de la Soledad, whom he soon married and went on to have three children with: Sabrina. Boris and Bruno. Oh, my God. Three fantastic names. Well, yeah. Boris. <laughs> Boris. That's probably the best of them. Bruno's, Bruno's great. So, and Sabrina's so good. I never thought Sabrina would be third best name. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's a great name. But they oh, obviously have a hard B, don't they? Yeah. Sabrina. Boris. Boris. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that was a great combo as well. Is Lilo a place in Spain or is that what they were doing there? <laughs> they were lying, lying low. Okay. In, in Lilo. Sorry, it's what? confusing. What? <laughs> no, 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 they were no, on Lilo's. No they went to Spain to lie low. Okay. To lie quite low, as in lie low. <laughs> Does that make sense? I must be getting <laughs> I think you got to speak French or he doesn't yeah. understand. Well, I just feel like your exp- explanation there sounded almost like me trying to do it. And uh, <laughs> They are lying low. Yeah, they lay low because there was a bit of heat after a burglary in France. So they went to Spain for a little while. Just to chill out. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he, there he met uh, his uh, his second wife now. Second wife. Imagine lying low from a crime and falling in love. Everything's happening for you, yeah. isn't it? It's a lot. It's a Because it's so nice to already lie low. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do after a crime. Um, <laughs> but falling but in falling love. But falling in love? Oh, that's got to be number two. <laughs> <laughs> Your hobbies include lying low and falling in love. <laughs> Imagine both happening at the same time. Oh, my wow. God. It'd be so much. In a place called Lilo as well. Crazy. Wow. Isn't that wild? Imagine New Year's Eve that year. You'd be looking back like, what a bloody year I've had. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was lying low. I fell in love. The big two. And it's hard to repeat that. Yeah. Without, you know, doing one of the, you know, bottom two things, falling out of love. Yeah. And flying high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't lie, you can't lie low and when you've already high. lied low. You've got to come from a high to lie. That's right. Can't go much lower than lying low. No. So you got to go high again. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Dave, deep. Please get to go on. <laughs> so he'd so far avoided any jail time, but his luck ran out when in 1962, Marine was arrested and sentenced to 18 months for robbery. After being released, Marine made an effort to reform. He worked at an architectural design company where he constructed models and for a while was on the straight and narrow. But due to budget cuts in the business, he was laid off and from there he returned to a life of crime. <laughs> okay. And he tried. He tried for a while. And <laughs> apparently, in a bio I was reading about him, it said he was making these uh, models and it said a thing that he was very good at. Oh. It's a little bit defensive. <laughs> 
He was Wait, really good, okay? He was good, okay? He, he, was, he, he was only laid off because of budget cuts, okay? It wasn't, it, it wasn't because of the quality of his exactly. work, because it was fantastic. It was, it was the best. Is this one of the books he wrote? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's where they've got, got it from. His marriage fell apart as he got deeper and deeper into the underworld, establishing a fearsome reputation. His numerous affairs probably didn't help either. No, it was mostly... <laughs> it's, it's all about work. <laughs> you don't want me to achieve what I can, my greatness. You're, you're never there to support me. I just me. want you to stop sleeping with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he formed a new long-term relationship with a woman known as Janu, who became a partner in life and also a partner in crime. Oh, that's... Bit of a Bonnie and Clyde situation with Janu. And that's what, what people say about their, about their partners a lot. My partner in life and in crime is a bit of like a bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a bit of a joke. <laughs> what are we like? Um, but that that's for real. Yeah, for sure. And then when you get they get married, oh, 20 years, you get less for murder. He's like, and I know because I've done many murders. <laughs> but he hasn't been done for. No, not yet. He's gotten away with it. Mm. But he's not been married yet. twice. <laughs> and huh? that's worse. Yeah. He, he hasn't avoided that. That's, that's worse sentence, than prison that time. Yeah. <laughs> How is uh, Wedded Bliss going, Dave? <laughs> Everything okay? I love it. Love it. And I'm still, I haven't been charged for murder either. So. Not charged. Not charged. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on that. Accused, sure. <laughs> Maureen was arrested in the Canary Islands and after a short six-month stay in prison, so he, he, he's been busted for short sentences, he tried to go legit again, <laughs> opening and running a restaurant with his wife, Maria, who he reconciled with for a bit. Oh. But again, it fell apart, both the restaurant and the marriage, and the two finally divorced. Okay. From then on, it was full-time crime, all crime, all the time. He's like, oh, I've tried. Exactly. I've gone straight twice here. It's not working. And it's just, it's not, it just doesn't work. It doesn't stick. Exactly. It's yeah. not me. Is, that, yeah. is, is it because of the failed restaurant that she left him? Or was he again sleeping around? I think he was probably sleeping around okay. as well. Lying Seemed low. Be, yeah, lying low. With many different yeah, that's women. Right. He was a womanizer. That's definitely established. Uh, he soon discovered that he had a real knack for easily changing his appearance. Using glasses, hats, and fake beards, he was able to instantly transform what he looked like, which helped him evade identification and capture. Is that unique to him? Like, wouldn't that change anyone's appearance? A hat, a glasses, and a beard? But he- I'll show you photos of this guy That's because- your look in general. <laughs> You'd have to take off the hat, the glasses, and shave. I look quite different without them, though. You do. I'll show, you, I'll show you some photos, which I'll post on the social media this he week. He had a real knack for it. How did he do so it? So, that sort of- he, he's quite good at looking quite different. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, they are, they are quite different. And without, like, being comical- do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like he looks like a dude wearing a fake. He's also he uses the angle of his face well. A few chin up, yeah. Looks chins down, bit of the side. Oh, hello, I'm yeah. over here now. And in in the era before you know digital scanning and stuff like that, you know passports are literally just a, a photo of your face, stick <laughs> tape to a piece of paper. I really hope that one of his books is a, a master's guide to master of disguise or something. I'd probably work on the title, but- No, I think a master's guide to a master of disguise is good. It's <laughs> a great French translation. <laughs> but I hope it's stuff like, okay, so what you got to do is you got to get a fake beard. Yeah. Uh, you put it on, then you get a hat. <laughs> what do you do with that? You put it on. Oh, my God. You got glasses already? Mm-hmm. Are you wearing them? I am. Take them off. Oh, my God. Transformed. I was actually- a- Excuse me, sir. You're sitting in our friend Dave's seat. <laughs> he was here for a masterclass in disguise. <gasps> Wait what? a minute. What you got to do is take your glasses off, shake out your ponytail. Yeah. You were a super babe the whole the time. The whole time. Can you believe it? Nobody knew. This nerdy librarian- <laughs> Is actually very sexy. 
<laughs> what about those paint-covered overalls? <laughs> Sometimes he would wear three wigs at the same time. Yeah, so get a new <laughs> to look. get the right look. Yeah. Well, I'm picturing like a like an ice cream cone <laughs> with three scoops stacked on top, <laughs> all different colours, different stuff. <laughs> he soon came to be known as the Man of a Thousand Faces. Ooh, okay, Matt. I like that. As man of a thousand noises, mm, yeah. I think maybe you two should get together. Oh my god, if you did a signature noise for each character, <laughs> yeah, me, him, and the man of a thousand voices actually once toured uh, together, <laughs> a bit of a vaudeville show. Wow, <laughs> he comes out miming. Yeah, they got the guy doing the voice, and then you're going. <laughs> yeah, we were sort of like a proto um- umbilical brothers. Oh, yeah, what, wow. what does it sound like when he slipped on the banana peel? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <Yeah. laughs> and he started patting patting a pet dog. <laughs> that's the pat, not the dog. No, that's the pat. Uh, and then what's the dog? Because the dog's really enjoying the yeah, pat. So how does that? Oh, 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 People don't don't need to, he just did. Yeah, you're lucky, but people have. <laughs> I was top build. Uh, oh, the noises come first. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was the headline. Well, what's, so impress- what's so impressive about, you know, changing your face? Yeah, his honestly, his stuff was pretty dull and a lot of people went to the bar to yeah. have a piss <laughs> while right. he was on. Oh, oh so you're like, saying it's- now, uh, everyone close their eyes for a second and then he takes off his glasses, <laughs> open them. <laughs> and then you got like a... Different guy, I guess. Yeah. Slightly so different guy. So you're, so you're saying you don't perform together, you do one after another. Yeah, yeah one so, after another. And then, but you do all do the same show, so you have to sort of, in your mind, be like, oh, that noise went with that bit from two hours ago. Oh, yeah, I know. I see how you're confused. No, we all come together uh, for a big finale together. Oh, I see. We all do our own things. Yeah. But I'm, I was top build, biggest font, all that sort of stuff on yeah, the poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. And I was on on last. Yeah. Uh, headliner. Headliner. And then we all came back. I called that the encore. Yeah. In, in the contract, that's what I said it had to be called. Right. Because I said, I am on last. Yeah. 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 Yep. So. And that's when he'd do the padding of the dog stuff, which sounded like what again? The padding or the dog? The padding. The padding. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. Yes. So, at the end of 1966, he robbed a jewellery store in Geneva in Switzerland and then a fashion store in Paris, and then he held a Tunisian businessman for ransom, cementing himself as a truly international criminal. <laughs> he's, on, he's, he's doing the world tour. Wow. That makes sense because we toured all those spots. I didn't right. realise that, but that's, yeah, I was wondering. He, oh, really? he had to pop out quite a bit. And when he came back, yeah. he normally had- Bags full of stuff. Jewellery and fabric and yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what does this go with fabric? Yeah. And he would never say, but yeah, that this actually, yeah. This is filling it's in a lot of gaps. Starting to connect a few dots. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling the heat from these crimes, Marine and his partner slash accomplice, Genou, fled France for Quebec and Canada, where they laid low and worked as a housekeeper and cook and a chauffeur for a grocery and textile millionaire, a guy called Georges Delorier. Okay. So, again, going legit for a little bit. Yeah. They had their jobs for three months before getting fired after getting into an argument with Delorier's gardener. It was at this point they showed their true colours and kidnapped their millionaire boss, Delorier, and held him for a $200,000 ransom. They're like, <gasps> all right, you can't fire me. I quit. And also, <laughs> you're Get coming in with me. <laughs> <laughs> Get Whoa. In. Yeah. 
They took the cash and went on the run into the USA, where a widow they made friends with hid them. But then the French Bonnie and Clyde were soon arrested in Arkansas and extradited to Canada on the charges of kidnapping and also murder. <gasps> because the body of the widow who had hidden them had oh. been found strangled. No! She helped them She hide. was helping you out. I'm starting to turn on this guy. Okay. Which is going to make the reunion tour yeah. really difficult. Yeah. We've booked quite a lot of dates <laughs> and a Vegas residency. Matt, you've just got to be professional and separate the artist from the art. So, I can still do this very lucrative tour? Well, yeah. Okay, separate- I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> the show must go on. Mm. And I'll with come with heart. you for emotional support. For a cut. <laughs> okay. Well, you always get a cut. It's written into our friendship deal. <laughs> Which I- And you- You do swear that everyone with a friendship does this? Everyone does it. Absolutely okay. she made, she's, she swore that to me as well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it check, checks out. There's two of us here, friends yeah. with Jess. We both give her a cut of yeah. everything we make. Everyone yeah. has a friendship contract. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone's uh, contract where you're not allowed to look Jess in the eyes. Yeah. You don't have that with anybody else <laughs> in your life? Well, no, I've started doing it since, but yeah. um, at the time, yeah, I hadn't before that. And, uh, yeah, and right. as you know, you're getting a cut of all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so weird you call it a prenuptial friendship agreement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Marine was sentenced to 10 years in prison for the kidnapping. He escaped, however, a few weeks later. And after kidnapping a warden and taking his clothes and keys, he also freed his girlfriend, Janu. Sadly for them, they were rearrested the next day. But he made a break for it almost instantly, which is amazing. Wow. But do not fear, despite being sent to a maximum security prison, Marine escaped again the next year. By this time, he and his partner, Janu, had been acquitted of the murder of the widow, so we're not sure if they did that. Right, could just, just been a coincidence. But it, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be. It could be a coincidence, but, but I'm not boy, sure. boy, it seems sus, doesn't they it? They got off on the charges, but yeah. Leading the witness, Your Honour. Hearsay. Court adjourned. <laughs> Can I say that? Is that, right. is that mine to say? Is that mine to say? <laughs> I guess not, not guilty. guilty. <laughs> I guess. Not guilty, Your Honour. <laughs> yeah. When the jury reads out their verdict, we find the 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 criminal. You just yell out, not guilty. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Everyone there you heard go. it, not guilty. Everyone heard that? And the uh, court stenographer, you got that down, not guilty? <laughs> yeah, Great, well. I heard it. I guess I'll be taking these handcuffs off. But sadly, he was still in prison for him, this is sadly, for the kidnap of his boss. So, along with five others, he staged a breakout from his maximum security prison, cutting their way through wires using tools they had stashed away over several months. And once outside the fence, so they just kept cutting through fences, they flagged down some cars and hitchhiked to freedom. I'm not slowing down the car as I'm driving past a maximum security prison (laughs) and there's just five guys emerging from the bushes. Wearing orange jumpsuits. Yeah, I'm not like, g'day, boys, where you off to? Jump in, you know? That's amazing. I'm locking the doors. There was, on a recent episode of Who Knew With Matt Stewart, there was a question, what uh, is a common sign along a certain highway in Oklahoma? And the correct answer was, don't pick up hitchhikers. They may be escaped convicts. Jeez. Something like that. Which oh, is, my God. So what? It must have happened enough for them. Yeah, them exactly. To be like, How many times does that have to happen right. to put a sign up? <laughs> Wild. Oh, my God. And in this case, but he would flag them down. Five guys in orange jumpsuits. They say, don't worry. We're, we're going Slipknot. To- <laughs> 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 we're going to a Halloween party at Slipknot. <laughs> it's all good. We lost our masks. 
It's okay. okay. Huh? It'll be fine. I'm wearing three wigs right now. <laughs> <laughs> three wigs. <laughs> what volume you must have got. Oh, incredible. Enviable. Teaming up with a violent gangster named Jean-Paul Mercier, Marine then robbed a series of banks. It was during this time that he developed his MO of robbing two banks in one day. Mm. He'd hit one. The cops would go to that as he hit another one down the street. Oh, that's fun. But that doesn't feel like that could work for that long. Because all of a sudden you're- Everyone knows. Yeah, you're signposting you're about to rob another bank. Yeah. He also would hit the same bank often a few days later. He'd come back come back again. But, you know, his theory being like, well, they don't expect me to come back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, again, but again, it only lasts a little while and I've before take, they- I've taken all their money, so yeah. they're going to have to replenish that. <laughs> yeah. And they got more money. <clears throat> exactly. I think about that sometimes with like, um, oh, this plane just had a crash. <laughs> what are the odds they're going to have another crash? <laughs> Yes, I'll fly with them. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Uh, and the cheap, the flights are often cheaper. But then there was that big one that had two planes go down in pretty quick succession. The Malaysia Airlines, yeah. And I thought I wasn't going to name them. What? But, uh, <laughs> what? What are the chances of three? Yeah, exactly. Now we're talking. Everyone knows things don't happen in threes, as the famous saying goes. Yep. <laughs> but the SKB prisoners couldn't shake the feeling that they'd left people behind. And wanting to take revenge on the prison that they felt had ill-treated them, Marine and Mercier decided to return to the prison and attempt to instigate a mass breakout from the maximum security block. They're like, we're going back for the rest of the boys. Wow. This is classic him as well, going back to the same yeah. place you've already committed a <laughs> crime. Mm. The crime. However, unfortunately for the fugitives, their own breakout had caused perimeter security to be greatly increased and they found the area swarming with armed guards. There was a big shootout. Two guards were shot, as was Marine's accomplice Mercier. He didn't die, but the crims were able to narrowly escape, but not without painting a big target on their backs for Canadian law enforcement, who were pretty pissed at their bold attempt at jailbreak. Fair, dare yeah. I say. Yeah, 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 dare you say. I feel Fair like oh, they're pissed off, they're pointing the finger, but remember, once you're pointing the finger, you, three fingers are pointing oh. back at you. What? Because, like, oh, we're pissed off that you've escaped our prison. Well, make your prison less escapable. Make your prison somewhere that prisoners want to be. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Put a little bit of that cash into, into jacuzzis. A, a pool, I was going to say, but jacuzzis is good. And a pool. Hey, I'm- Both. Look, fantastic. Some sun lounges. Oh, my God, Little yes. tiki bar. Yes. yes. Make it somewhere people want to hang out. I've never heard of anyone trying to break out of heaven. No, that's mm. right. Makes you think. It does oh, make Oh, no, think. I'm just going to break out of this luxurious resort I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Said no one ever. Said no <laughs> one ever. So I really think it's on them. Yeah. So maybe they should stop pointing at yeah. the criminals and start pointing at themselves, which, of course, will mean three fingers will be pointing at the criminals, right. but, huh. you know, that's unavoidable. It's arguably worse. <laughs> <laughs> three times. Which is why you should start pointing like this, five fingers uh-huh. out. You there. You there. You there, boy. You're what there. day is this? <laughs> sort I of like, like it. Uh, you're, a, you're, a, you're a conductor saying, please give it up for the orchestra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of these. But really, you're just like, I'll have the small condoms, please. <laughs> Pointing. Because you always point to the condoms you want. I'll have the top shelf. No, no, smaller. 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 And yeah, that's small enough. <laughs> Jeez, I'm not that small. That's <laughs> why. But just in case, I'll get one of the yeah. those as well. Yeah. This is a joke. That's that's my fr- from my friend Terry, <laughs> Tiny Terry. I call him. Anyway, here's See my ya. card. <laughs> Tiny Terry is the name of Dave's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a technicality, it is for Tiny Terry. Huh? 
and he is my friend. So He's my best friend. <laughs> my only friend. We've got a contract and everything. <laughs> so they didn't get any of their mates out, but so they had to, you know, escape again, basically, from being shot at. The two fugitives fled to a forest where a pair of forest rangers asked them what they were doing. <laughs> and they said, can we search your car? And when they found loaded guns, the rangers assumed they were poachers, which was like, all right, that's a crime. You're going to have to follow us out of the, of the forest. But at that one moment, one of the rangers appeared to recognize the wanted men whose posters were up all over town. And at this point, the criminals drew their guns and shot both rangers uh, dead. Come on. So the rap sheet from Marine is really growing fast here. Yeah. He wanted to break into the prison that was holding his girlfriend, Janu. But when he got the message to her with his plan, she asked him to stay away as she thought the authorities might get wind and lay a trap for him. But also, her prison was quite nice. Yeah, she's like, no, no, honestly, I'm fine. fine. Don't risk yourself. She's She's saying from a sunbed. She's making some really strong connections with people. And strong mojitos. Strong mojitos, strong connections, (laughs) and a strong love of learning because the library is lovely there. So she's, you know, she's She's really throwing herself into new skills. Improving herself. She's got like a a little countdown on her phone that says only 3,000 days left in heaven. She's like, oh, this isn't enough. Yeah. This is not enough. enough. It's not enough. No, babe, you stay away. Yeah. No, no, no. I'd, I'd hate for you to... Get yourself in more trouble. I'll bravely <laughs> keep slogging away here with the girls. She's having a great time. Oh, man. Women prison. What yeah. a dream that must be. <laughs> Women prison. <laughs> As it's called. <laughs> so he stayed away and the two lovers never saw each other again. Aww. A bit sad. Until. No. I no. You were gonna... Just never. Never. Matt, that would be like you and I never see each other again. I can't bear the thought. <laughs> Me either. On the land, Marine. Cons- I could go with that, Dave. Yeah. Forever. Hey. Dave, I feel like. <laughs> Forever is a long time. I feel like I've had my fill of Dave. Yeah, I've had heaps of Dave. There's, yeah, there's I mean- something to be said about too much of a good thing. <laughs> You'll miss me. You got sassed. <laughs> yeah, we did it. No, fuck you. Fuck. (laughs) On the land, Marine continued to rob banks and eventually fled all the way to Caracas in Venezuela. What a freaking awesome name, Caracas. And he probably could have just, he could have laid low there, another Venezuelan town. Laid low. Wow. But he couldn't resist the allure of his home country for long and soon a disguised Marine quietly slipped back into France. Which, that's the problem with France. It's like a... A luxurious prison. Yeah. You want to be there. Yeah. Mm. Can't keep yourself away, even though you're wanted for a bunch of crimes there. Yeah. Can't stay away. Can't stay away. It was now 1972, and the 36-year-old quickly started robbing banks again. He's only 36. I know, and he's done so much crime. (sighs) But he pushed things a little too far when on March 5th, 1973, during an argument with a cashier in a coffee bar, Marine pulled out a gun, and then seriously injured a police officer who tried to intervene. He was then arrested a few days later. He's not like a soup Like, you know, sometimes it's the mastermind super smart criminal. Yeah. He's more of a hot-blooded- Oh, he's so impulsive. Impulsive. Ca- can't and- stop committing crimes. Yeah. But also, like, what kind of argument could you be getting into with a cashier <laughs> at a coffee bar that, that gets to that level, yeah. that heightens that much that you pull a gun? Well- Soy- is this soy gun? I'd say yeah. it'd be a pronunciation of his name on the cup. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Morgo? <laughs> you yeah. a bit of Morgo? I did not. That is not my name. <laughs> not my name. 
I can't remember what it is right now, but that's not on. Not it. That's not it. I'm confident of that because I said that once before and it would turn out to be wrong. <laughs> My name's someone else, like Marseille or something. Everything except Morgan. We've ruled them. <laughs> it starts with M. I remember but that. The the barista might be like, excuse me, sir, are you wearing three toupees? <laughs> That's a rude thing That's to say. That's a very rude yeah. question. It's very rude. Okay, well, then maybe the barista deserved it. <laughs> yeah. That is unacceptable. That's not- Your gentleman would never do that. You don't ask people that question. So, what are they going to ask next? Uh, how far along are you? Very rude question. Yeah. Can don't, I touch your tummy? Don't ever ask <laughs> Can that. I touch your wig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that would sound a little like this. <laughs> They're running, running their fingers around. Please stop scruffling my wig. <laughs> <laughs> and the wig likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's wearing a poodle on his head. <laughs> So he's arrested because Ugh. basically he he shot a, shot at a cop on June sixth. Marine was taken to a courthouse, but this is genius: feigning an attack of diarrhea. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> if you have to feign anything, always make it diarrhea because nobody has follow up questions <laughs> no for diarrhea. Way. I'm sorry, I'm I've got the squirts. Could I just go into the toilet, please? Sorry, Your Honour, I've just got the squirts. I'm just going to need five minutes alone. Your Honour, I have diarrhoea. Nobody's challenging that. <laughs> Challenge. It's like, well, you, I don't know, prove it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Objection. Nobody's doing that. Great. Always great. So he went to the toilet and there he located a gun concealed in the cistern by an accomplice and then he hid it in his belt, went back to the courtroom, presumably said, I feel way better after Thank that. Thank you, That's Anna. a load off my mind, <laughs> that kind of thing. Thank you, Anna. That was explosive. <laughs> probably having to make, because there would have been a cop standing outside yeah. the top, probably having to make a few noises, a few, <laughs> few sound effects if you- <laughs> Well, it's pretty uncouth. And as a gentleman, I've, I've never done a shit, so I've, I've only heard uh, secondhand, but I imagine something like- <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> Just give us a second. Nearly all there. Oh, it's so bad I've got to open up the toilet for some reason. It's now whistling. This really hurts. Your ass is whistling. <laughs> Is that because it's just air at this point? <laughs> How much longer? How much longer you got in there? Had a moment. His ass has got dial up. <laughs> His ass is sending a fax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just. That was just from you hearing about diarrhea That's what before. I've heard, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Unfortunately, I've had to share a few um, cubicles. Yeah. Because I, I, uh, I do every now and then have a wee. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sharing cubicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've been alive for quite a while and, you know, in hard times we had to, yes, we had to share cubicles. <laughs> You wouldn't know that, you kids. No, you kids it? today. Oh, yeah. oh I want my own cubicle. Oh, have two. <laughs> In my day, that would be a luxury. 
you know, we were at best four or five men to a cubicle. <laughs> four or five deep. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mess. So Luckily, we're all gentlemen. So, he's got his gun. He's got his gun. He's, <laughs> he's, he's hit it in his belt. He's walked back to the courtroom and said, I feel better. How do you know which cubicle to go into? Or is there only one cubicle? So Good much question. planning must have been involved. He's had yes. to put a gun in every cubicle in the Just whole in building. Case. Just in case. I'm picturing more like a, you know, like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure scenario. <laughs> Where there's time travel involved, and you have to remember put a gun in the put a gun in this cubicle. Is that going to happen? Is <laughs> he so about to time is travel? Is that what Bill and Ted's is based on? Yeah, it is. Wow. So you know, he's walked back to the courtroom, and when asked to answer charges, he grabbed the judge and using him as a human shield and holding a gun to him, he made his getaway in a hail of gunfire. Wow. wow. Oh, that's amazing. The security are like, we don't give a shit about this judge. <laughs> <Fuck> the judge. <laughs> Speed style, shoot the hostage. With this daring escape, Marine finally became a French national celebrity. The press branded him public enemy number one. I personally would have called him public enemy number two after the diarrhea incident. (laughs) Public enema number two, huh? (laughs) There it is, there it is. It just takes a little bit of brainstorming sometimes. (laughs) That's what some editors just don't have time to do. Mm, That's good stuff. But it's like just, you know, bounce this around a little bit. Herald Sun, if you're listening, let us do your headlines. (laughs) We'll do it. But he loved the term public enemy number one as he absolutely loved the spotlight and the notoriety and the fame. Right. He was stoked. (laughs) The French Ministry of the Interior created a special squad to bring him to justice. This was led by Commissaire or Chief Inspector Robert Broussard, who would become Marine's sworn enemy. That crusty old Broussard. Another hard B. He loved the BRs were once his children, now his enemies. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Broussard, Boris, Bruno, Bruno, Sabrina, Sabrina, the Broussard. List, the, the list goes on. We started the list again. Okay. Runny Boris. <laughs> <laughs> Marine robbed two banks back to back. You know, it's, he didn't lay low at all. No. Nah. He's like, I'm Francis, you know, public enemy number one. I've got to live up to my reputation. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, someone yeah. might, you know, take over me in the rankings. They'll usurp me. My exactly. public needs me. Yeah. <laughs> This is my, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) He, You know, again, his signature move, two banks back to back. But the police quickly moved in and were able to arrest one of the getaway drivers who, by the sounds of things, didn't do their job too well because they didn't get away at all. And after intense police interrogation, he gave up the address of the public enemy number one. Wow. The getaway driver drove straight to the police station. (laughs) And he was like, what? What? What was it? Sorry, what was the job Where again? Where was I supposed to go? <laughs> oh, away. Oh, my God. Avoid sorry. cops. Sorry. I have not had a lot of sleep. <laughs> Did he? And he, yeah, I feel like he would have been smart not to give his address to his co-workers in this case. Yeah. Hey, if you ever need me, this is where I, where I am. This is my hours. Yeah. Come by any time. My, my office hours? <laughs> Here's my business card. This is where I lay low. <laughs> That's something I do. It's one of my things. But, uh. Yes, yeah, I two, don't. Two banks back to back, lay low. There's my calling cards. Fake diarrhea, you know me. <laughs> you know me. What am I like? <laughs> On September 20th, honestly, actually, it's a bit of a nightmare, though, if you actually do have diarrhea. No one would ever believe you. Yeah. And you'd just be left to shit yourself in the courtroom. Yeah. But also, nobody wants that. What no. a great cover for him. Like, imagine all of this has been faked since. Just to cover the fact that he had embarrassing diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't go back now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I, I just, I, no, I didn't have this gun all along. I, that's what I was doing in there. I didn't actually have diarrhea. Kind of embarrassing. Now, I'll take the judge out. Yeah. 
<laughs> and anyone who thinks I didn't have diarrhea, or I did have diarrhea, I will, I will, I will shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> Show of hands who thought I had diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jury, what do you think? <laughs> Guilty of diarrhea? <laughs> I hope not. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding... Not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding, like, yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing, more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's, like, blowing up and yeah, it's, yeah. oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get Manny Petty? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organise your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. So on September 28th, with his address, the police cornered their man, this time surrounding his apartment with hordes of armed officers. He knew he was under siege, said arresting officer slash sworn enemy Broussard. So I gave him the choice to come out unarmed or die. Oh. He, he asked if I was Commissaire Broussard with the beard and would I approach unarmed, which I did. He then opened the door with the biggest cigar in his mouth, invited me in and offered me a glass of champagne. Oh, that's classy. That is nice. Was it from the champagne region? Mm, I think it, it's- It was actual it's really, champagne. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Which wow. probably means nothing to them over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's from down the road. Whatever. Our famous sparkling region. Back before the courts, Marine was sentenced to 20 years imprisonment to be served at Paris La Son Maximum Security Prison, where escape was thought to be impossible. Because it was such a nice place, no one wanted to exactly. leave. No one's ever tried. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you want to leave paradise? There's like the days that people are getting released, they're like crying. Mm. They're like, please, no, let me stay. It's like, yeah, so it's impossible to, <laughs> oh, no. to leave. Please, I swear I'll, I'll commit another murder to come back. Yeah. Or you could just let me stay and the person yeah. could live. Yeah, up to you. Up to you. Choice no, yours. sorry. This is for murderers only. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, come on back. Come on back. <laughs> you really want it, you That's can right. have it. We've reserved your sun lounge, don't worry. <laughs> There's no even like security gates or anything. You just walk in, walk out yeah. whenever you want. Yeah, we can't. But- you can't walk in unless you've murdered, but you yes. can walk out. There's, it's like, a one-way valve. Yeah. Very strict gates on the way in. <laughs> yeah. But just Very push chill them on, the way out. on the way out. Yeah. So, he's sentenced to 20 years at Lassant. In this game of things, 20 years was a pretty light sentence. The death penalty was still a possibility in France until 1981. And Lassant prison had seen many executions, usually by the guillotine. And I found this interesting story on this French prison website called wikipedia.org. Orge. Oh, wow, okay. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Must- Thank you. Uh, it makes sense now I hear it in the accent. Datoge. <laughs> Datoge. <laughs> I don't think it's a, you pronounce the L's, Dave. This guy's been a France. <laughs> Oh my god! This Unless is, you want to, those, and I think you also can. Those French lessons aren't, uh, yeah. aren't going so well, are they? <laughs> they haven't even got to get in. A get in. Sorry, sorry if I that could was really use too you in French the, in the lessons. Could really whispering in my ear. Yeah. Yeah. you whispering French. Thank you. So this is about Lassant Prison. This story I came across on the seventh of May, nineteen thirty-two. Eugene Boyer. A 27-year-old criminal who was denied a presidential pardon the previous day by President Paul Dumer was to be executed by the guillotine. But President Dumer was assassinated the day the execution was scheduled. In France, the president could reverse his decision until the last possible moment. And obviously, Bouyer could not benefit from this potential ultimate mercy. So the execution was cancelled in extremis just 20 minutes before the guillotine was scheduled to lop off his head. What? Because they were like, the president didn't give you a pardon, but he's now been assassinated and he, at the last possible second, could have called up and said, actually, let him off. And because you don't have that opportunity, we can't go through with it. We'll we'll delay it. So they're basically like, if anyone is about to be executed and you don't want them to, just kill our president. Knock him off. And then you'll be right. That seems like it. that's a good incentive. And it all worked out for Boyer because he was finally pardoned by the president's replacement, Albert Lebron, six days later. Whoa. And pre- I should say President Dumer's assassination was completely unrelated. It was, oh, just, okay. it was just dumb luck for the young criminal. Wow. Whoa. So there you go. What are the chances of that? And that's where the saying Booyer came from, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, made famous on Australia's Deal or no deal. And possibly other deal or no deals as well, I'm not sure. I wonder if that's an international thing, boo, yeah. I'm yeah, sure one it of the, is. One of the numbers. Maybe 25, 26? 27? 27. 28? 28, 29. I think it's one of the 20s. <laughs> Number one. I feel like that's an Andrew O'Keefe special. No. Yeah, was it? <clears throat> I don't. Th- I don't think Australia comes up with anything original. Not a boo, yeah. Not a boo, I bet, yeah. I bet you it comes from the French version of Deal or No Deal, and it has some relation to our man here, Boo, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like pardoned with twenty six minutes to spare or something, yeah. and that's what twenty six boo, yeah. As we all know, twenty six boo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lassant Prison, it was notorious, tough conditions and thought impossible to escape, but that didn't stop Marine of dreaming about it. According to the website Dazed, while behind bars, he wrote letters to friends and talked openly of escape, which prompted Lassant, already the most secure prison in all of France, to build a new wing just to hold him. All concrete. You're not getting out. (laughs) And he's concreted in by the feet. (laughs) Good luck. Marine used his time behind bars to grow his profile even further. 
he covertly wrote and smuggled out an autobiography titled Death Instinct. The government were worried he would profit from his crime, so they passed what is known as a Son of Sam law that prevents criminals profiting from their crimes. Ah, is that to do with the American killer? Yes, named after American serial killer David Berkowitz, known as the Son of Sam killer, who had a law passed to stop him profiting from selling his story. And now, just around the world, most countries have have some sort of similar law. Interesting. I don't know anything about Son of Sam apart from the name. You should do that as an episode one day, Dave. Okay, put it on the list. Maybe a Blocktober special. Ooh. It's not long until Block now, guys. That's true. We haven't had a serial killer episode in quite a while. A few years, I reckon. So, he's like, he can't make money off, but he's like, I don't care about the money. He cared about fame and notoriety. He wrote, stealing becomes a drug. You don't steal for love of cash. You steal for the thrill of risk. You choose to cross the line because you know it means you can never go back. You want to have nothing more to lose so that you are forced to have everything to win. Just go skydiving. Well, he was a parachutist. Oh, yeah. He started That's early. That's his work for him. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. As soon as you do something chase else. that high. Yeah. Exactly. Something cool. Do it without a shoot. Yeah. Do that one off cliffs. Cliff yep. jumping. Yeah. Where you just sort of like. Way close to the ground already. That's got to be an That's, extra thrill. Yeah. yeah. Base Take it jumping. next level. I should say, I just said we haven't done a serial killer in a while. Is this guy technically a serial killer? It, well, he's claimed to kill lots of people. I think that probably is the all the definition is, isn't it? Killed lots of people. Yeah. But I guess- Over it in different, at different times. Overshadowed by his other crimes of robbing. He's like, serial killing is what I do on the weekend. Yeah. I'm a bank robber That's by day. That's more my side thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like my major is bank robbing and yeah. I minor in serial yeah. killing. <laughs> I dabble. Yeah. But I wouldn't call myself a serial killer. I wonder what the- Yeah, what- I'll, I'll find out. You keep going, though. I want to find out what serial killer, what, how many you need. Do you, know, do you have a number of, of people you killed? Well, he claimed that he killed 39 people. That's okay. got to be, that's I, gotta not, be I shouldn't even have to look at <laughs> it. Double check, double check, but I'm, I'm going to put five bucks on Maybe yes. it's 40 plus. Imagine. No, no, it's not. No, we've done, we've no, done serial killers that are I less think, than that. I think it's, what is it, three or more? Something like that. And But it's and, but there's a difference between that, like a spree killer that, you know, goes on a massacre or something. In, yeah, right, yeah. In one afternoon. Uh, according to Encyclopedia Britannica... Uh, the unlawful homicide of at least two people carried out by the same person or persons. So, yeah. Whereas uh, dictionary.com says a person who commits a series of murders, often with no apparent motive. Well, that's, he always has the motive of of him being an angry douchebag, right? Yeah. No, is that a motive? But he's trying to steal from them usually. And typically following a characteristic predictable behavior pattern. I guess he doesn't have the- He is not predictable. No. Mm. He stabbed someone, he shot someone. Yeah, yeah. In in my head it's normally like more undercover. Not- it's a bit more secretive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Some unknown. And- yeah, well this guy's very public. Yeah. So, so no, no, no. So but that's almost certainly a vast exaggeration. No one believes that he killed 39 people. That's what he wrote in his books. Right. He definitely killed some people, though. He boasted that he never robbed the poor or killed an innocent or unarmed person. He said murdering the two forest guards in Canada was legitimate self-defense. That's how he, he argued it. Right. And we're not sure of that. Self-preservation, maybe. Sure self-defense. Mm. Yeah. They weren't about to kill him. They were asking him to follow them out. Yeah. And that's, like, obviously his story because they, they were dead. They couldn't tell that. Exactly. Car. And we also don't know. I'm not sure about that that widow that was strangled. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe she had, she had a bazooka or something. We don't know. She yeah. was strangled. <laughs> but, but yeah, did he maybe claim she that had one? a bazooka. You can't, you can't shoot a bazooka if someone's really up close. Yep. So then. Just saying. Is it self-defense then? 
He should have been like, oh, you can't get oh, me. Yeah, actually, you're right. I'll stay close. <laughs> he kept hugging her. Try and bazook me now. I bet you can't. <laughs> Try and bazook me now. You can't bazook me because I love you. Bazook me once. Shame <laughs> on me. Shame on you. Can't get bazooked again. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, did he end up claiming that that murder? That wasn't claimed in there because no, he always said that, no, that, that, that wasn't them. Right. Because, and he was claiming everything. Because he really positioned himself as someone taking on the establishment, only robbing from the rich and striking out against the government and the oppressive conditions of prisons. He said, yeah. I'm on the side of prisoners that are being ill-treated. And the media loved him because it's like sensational, as did the ultra-left, and he even began to be called the French Robin Hood. And I guess he did steal from many rich people when he robbed banks, but I don't know of him ever giving to the poor. Yeah, mm. so, so, yeah, not that's quite. That's one of the key bits. Yeah. yeah, it's his whole motto. Did he ever split an arrow with another arrow? That's the other thing that yes. I would say is key hood. And he, hood he, he wore tights. Should okay. say that. Ah, oh, well then. That. That's something. Yeah, I mean, we're ticking a few boxes here. Grant, he wore Was green he fox? He was a fox. No, like an actual cartoon fox. Oh, no. Oh. But he did wear a fox wig. Okay. <laughs> or three. <laughs> so, even in his writing and interviews with the press, he's, he seemed to portray different characters. You know, he was always put in these disguises, but he would have, at different periods of his life, seemed to be a different kind of guy. The Independent writes, his first book is a partly gripping dark adventure story. Other passages bathe in psychopathic self-pity, but rarely in pity for his family and never for his victims. Wow. So, yeah. It is funny. He's like, I'm on the side of the little guy. For example, when I opposed Algeria having their independence and going and joining a terrorist organization that opposed them having to being an independent country. When I shot those people that have been tortured, I am guy. on the little guy's side. Mm. It's like, okay. And just going back to relaxation, he said, some people like golf or skiing. My relaxation is armed robbery. Sure. I would maybe try painting or um, reading. What about armed painting or armed reading? Oh, okay. Now you're talking. Because I think that's Just the best of both worlds. Just read to your gun. Words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck it up in bed. Yeah, make a little bed for your gun. Put it in bed. <laughs> read it a little Nanai story. Oh, that's oh, nice. Here's the story of the three little pistols. Oh. <laughs> One of the guns was too hot. Oh. It had just been shot. <laughs> One of the guns was too cold. It hadn't been shot in a while and was in a fridge. And the third gun, <laughs> gun was <fridge>. just right. <laughs> it had been shot at some point recently, but not too recently. Not too recent. And was still loaded. No, no. No, no. Sweet dreams, little <laughs> gun. The gun sort of lets out a content sigh. Oh, that's a gun sleeping, that sound. <laughs> yeah. That's sound number 978. A gun oh, wow. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing it made the top thousand. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, all up, Marine was behind bars in Lausanne prison for five years. On May the 3rd, 1978, the prison governor was tipped off that Marine was going to attempt an escape two days later. He laughed it off as a practical joke. And it's true that Marine did not break out on May the 5th. Because it was raining. <laughs> it's like the cricket. <laughs> yeah. uh, we lost the breakout day to rain, well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, the covers are on. We're going to play a few extra <laughs> overs tomorrow yeah, to try and make up you. time. <laughs> he postponed his escape until May the 8th. <laughs> on that day, he produced a gun, stole keys, and with Francois Bessie, who's a highly accomplished escaper in his own right, nicknamed The Eel, oh, slipping around. That's good. For his own seven escapes. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is slippery. Slippery and slippery. No could get a hand on Francois. So it was Marine, the eel, Francois, and another man. They got out of their cell block and into a fenced-off yard walkway. They had been quietly stockpiling escape items in the ventilation system of the consultation room where prisoners met with their lawyers. Now Marine and his accomplice Bess made it to the fenced-off walkway and they had a grappling iron with them. That's one of the things that they'd created and stashed away. So when you said produced a gun before, what, how do you mean... Produced in the way like... So, someone had uh, smuggled in a gun right. and then he'd put it up in the ventilation system. Yeah. Gone in to have a meeting with his lawyer, pulled out the gun as well as a few other things and then come back out. So, all these things were smuggled in? Smuggled in. How do you smuggle in a grappling iron? Grappling hook. Well, how do you smuggle in a gun? Mm, good point. <laughs> I'd say up, up the... Up the jacksy. Up, up the truff. But the <laughs> but the grappling iron, you can wear that around your neck. Like, and you just say this is fashion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a large That's necklace. That's true. Yeah. I it's don't a think statement. You, it's a statement necklace. You really don't want to put a grappling hook up your stink hole because, yeah, they, I think the whole point of them is they grip on <laughs> yeah. the way out. <laughs> oh, my God. That wouldn't be very nice. No, no way. But guns, they're silk yeah. smooth. Yeah. <laughs> File them down a little bit. Oh, yeah. File, Sand off, file off the serial number. Yeah. That'd be quite nice. <laughs> That's why people do it. File off the serial numbers. <laughs> so Less friction caught. coming out, yeah. <laughs> he had a bit of luck because there were some workmen who were in the yard with an extending ladder and he used the gun to be like, hey, bring that ladder over here. <laughs> so, they had a ladder. The trio unlocked a yard gate in an inner wall. An armed guard was taken by surprise at his post. So, they got another gun. The men then reached an isolated part of a 14-metre high exterior wall. 14 metres, 46 feet high, this wall. So big. But they had the extending ladder. That's so good. It's funny the the security guard got surprised. Like, that's your only job. <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? It's not be surprised. <laughs> but you would, it would happen so oh, yeah. infrequently, you would be surprised if it ever did happen, making them kind of pointless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Hey, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, I know. That's why you are here. <laughs> Should you be here? <laughs> Should you? I've forgotten my training. It's been so many years. Have you got a permission slip? Yeah. <laughs> you were not like, I always assume, that's why I'd never be very good at security. I was like, well, if you're here, I sh- assume you should be here. Right? Why would you be here if you're not meant to be here? Why would you be here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> my Is that gun? gun? <laughs> oh. So, they hooked the grappling iron on, on top of the ladder and slid, you know, got on the top of the ladder because it's so high, then used the grappling hook to get to the top of the wall and uh, climbed up and slid down the other side. The third man over the wall was shot dead by police in the street outside, but Marine and Bess, a.k.a. the eel, hijacked a car, evaded the police cordon, and they had become the first men to ever escape from Lausanne Prison. Wow. Sounds like they did it relatively easily. Yeah. But it was only because of the luck of the ladder? That was definitely a big part of being able to get out. Wow. Unless I say the luck, possibly he planned it because he saw yeah. today's the day. There are men with a big ladder over yeah, there. Yeah, of course. And it's not raining. And it's not raining. Yeah. Ladders are very slippery in the wet. That would yeah. be Especially if you're an eel. Yeah. <laughs> Climbing a ladder as an eel is hard enough without freaking precipitation. But don't, wouldn't it, like an eel would work better in water, I guess. Oh, that's true too. So maybe the eel was like, can we wait for a rainy day? Yeah. But unfortunately, it wasn't the leader. Mm. You don't want to get the third draw though. This is where it's like the Melbourne Cup or whatever. Barrier is, is very important. Absolutely. Being the third one obviously was no good in this case. Hey, no, no, you stay back. You'll be third. You'll okay. be third. Yeah, you bring up the rear. Important spot. <laughs> you're the anchor. Yeah, you're, you're the anchor. Part. You're the human shear anchor. <laughs> you're the human anchor. Bring it home. Oh, well, he didn't bring it up. That's where Michael Bolt goes. 
Bolt. Wait, Michael Bolt goals. Is Michael? What's his name? It's not Michael Bolt. Usain Bolt. Or Usain Ma- Bolt. Or Michael, Michael Bolton. Phelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps. The t- two two of the greatest Olympians. I've merged together. Phelps and Bolt. Usain Bolt. Imagine if they had a child. to create Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> Said I love but I lie. The Michael Bolton, the fastest swimmer on land. <laughs> <laughs> Together they are Michael Bolton. <laughs> That's like a cartoon I'd watch. They come together. They're a Voltron type. Yeah. Two of them create Michael Bolton. You know that's not his real name. What? That recently, his real name is Michael Bolton. Or something like that. Oh, that's not as good. No. Well, I guess that's what he decided. That was a good call. His first album was under his real name, and then he, he rebranded. Wow. Said my name was Michael Bolton, but I lied. <laughs> <laughs> so, incredibly, Marine had gotten out again of France's highest security prison. No prison can hold this man, it seems. And he did not lay low. He robbed a gun shop. And then a casino in Normandy where he made off with 13 million francs. Getting Being a gun shop and getting robbed oh, yeah. by someone with a gun would yeah. be, you'd be like humiliated. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's like, oh God. I mean, how did he defeat me? <laughs> Can't bazook up close. <laughs> <laughs> Got me by hugging. That's real Hey, mate. sorry, mate. You so, know. You know. I've got, I've got better than you. Don't worry, mate. I'm actually pretty famous. Well, maybe it was an honour for that gun shop guy. Mm. Yeah, what an honour to meet this very famous criminal. So, when he robbed the casino, around 50 shots were exchanged. You know, it's hard to rob a casino. Mm. But Marine, he was wounded, but they made a getaway, the duo, him and the eel. He then robbed a bank specifically because the director of the bank had sued him for slander after the publication of his book. Because he'd written something about the bank. And then the director was like, fuck you, we're going to sue you. A vengeance robbery, love it. When Marine was forced to pay damages, he wrote to the director. He sent him a letter saying- No, fuck you. <laughs> he said, you are taking all my money. That's okay, but consider this to be a loan. And then he <laughs> went and robbed the guy. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm having such- it's, I'm having real um, conflicting yeah. emotions about this guy. He's Some clear, of it is pretty fun. He's clearly he's a fuckhead. A fuckhead. He's clearly a fuckhead, but also there's some really funny bits that you go, all right. He reminds me of me, clearly a fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> but every now and then there's like, I, I say something, a bit of fun. Yeah. And you haven't killed anybody, to my knowledge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why would I tell you about that? Save it for the Things book. Things that I've never done. <laughs> he went on a bit of a media junket whilst on the run and gave interviews to Paris Match and Liberation magazines where he claimed that he was rebelling against injustice and battling to abolish maximum security and solitary confinement. He was a man of principle. He said, quote, attacking a casino is to attack the empire of vice. The only way to beat the house is to go with a gun. And the host of Who Knew It with Matt Stewart should take note. Okay. Whoa. We're coming for you. Said that. With a gun. <gasps> Whoa. What? That- oh, because the house. The yeah. house. <laughs> I'm like, what? what the fuck? Why has he turned on me here? No, it's not you. It's the house. The, the house. house. It's not you, Maddie. You're, oh, just, you're just the, the house. <laughs> Thank Wait, you. Wait, how do I say it? The house. The house. <laughs> That'll be baffling Wait, to Wait, how listeners. do I say it? That's a great show Dave's referencing here. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to cross-promo, but who knew it with Matt Stewart? A fantastic podcast. You're coming up to nearly one year of episodes. Congratulations. That's right. Thanks so much. I think Dave's been on a, about a third of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. think Jess's been on about a quarter of the episodes. <laughs> you coming for my title? Uh, yeah. Most, most losses 
by me. No, I unfortunately keep winning. Yeah, you can't not win. Can't. I can't not win. You always bring a gun to the house. Yeah, yeah. I threaten Matt. <laughs> She's burnt down the house. I lie. I the only way to beat cheat. is to go with a gun. Oh, oh, I hold a gun to his head. I say, give me the fucking points. <laughs> give me the points. Give Write the it points. down on that piece of paper. <laughs> so he's uh, full of shit. Yes. He's like, it, clearly he just loves uh, doing crimes. Yeah. And loves attention. And then he's like sort of retconning his own Absolutely. Justifying motives. everything he's ever done. Yeah. You know, I'm one of the most righteous criminals out there. Yeah. He said in one interview that he had respect for his enemy, Commissaire Broussard, who was tasked with capturing him, but he said he would not be captured alive again. Oh. That was sort of his threat. He's like, you can you can you can get me, but I will not I will not go quietly and you will not get me alive. He posed for photos with his machine gun, his face completely uncovered, taunting police. And he became very, very famous across France. Everyone knew this guy. But not all the press was positive. A piece written by right-wing journalist and former policeman Jacques Tillier was less flattering and it infuriated Marine and he plotted revenge. Yeah, that you never- Jacques should never cross another Jacques. Agreed. You don't want to hear that sort of Jacques on Jacques Jacques slander. Jacques. Yeah. Don't want to hear that. Absolutely not. He it's went- Jacques week here on- <laughs> Hell, The Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel. France. So, he lured- Tillier. <laughs> Is that a regret face? I don't, I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. It was a regret face in slow-mo. <laughs> so, he lured Jacques Tillier, the guy that written shit about him, to a remote cave where he promised an exclusive interview. This is what the independent to writes. To a cave. Oh, uh, this guy is a comic book villain. He's lured <laughs> yes, him. He's lured him to a cave. He's, uh, he's, sorry, his lair. Yeah, he's lured him to a lair. And the guy's like, hmm, this doesn't seem like a trap. Yeah, Can we a- not meet in a diner or something? <laughs> yeah. I've written a lot of shit about him and he's asked me to be the one to interview him. All right. I'm going alone at midnight. The independent writes, Marine, he tricked him, stripped and tortured him. He then shot him three times, first in the face to, quote, stop him talking crap, then in the arm to, quote, stop him writing crap, and finally in the leg, just for the pleasure of it. I'd go dick next. Yeah, if you were going to do it for pleasure. Yeah, I'd go dick. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Whatever. Oh, man. That's awful. That's so awful, but jeez, naive seeming from the guy from to the guy. go to a cave. But still, so fucked, obviously. Obviously. Not blaming him. No. Well, I've got some good news. Oh. He survived. Get fucked. He survived his horrific injuries. He no. was le- left for dead. He survived. And he continued his work as a journalist and quite a high-profile French newspaper editor for decades afterwards. What? Yeah. That's He got shot good. in the face. Yes. Shot in the face, shot in the leg, shot in the arm, left to die in a cave, stripped naked after already, you know, being beaten How up or whatever. How was he found? I don't know. That's insane because this is before you could just text somebody. Yeah, that's mm. right. Or share your location. Hi, I'm you know? in a cave. <laughs> Can't do that back then. No. Just get an Uber or whatever. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> just get order yourself an Uber, call yourself an ambulance or anything like that. My smartwatch would probably figure out something wasn't quite right and alert somebody, you know? Couldn't yeah. do that back then. Has your smartwatch ever worked something out like that? Nah. But, but you've never been left for dead, have you? No. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Touch wood. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you just said apparently. It doesn't matter. Did you? Have I made that up? <laughs> I heard it as well. <laughs> in I think that it was silence? More, I think it was more of an apparently, like as in oh, it works. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, pa- apparently, the, the watches have the cap. It has like a fall detection. So, if I fall down a cliff, it's oh, like, oh, she's fallen. Just as had a fall. Yeah. What about in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Feels like falling down a cliff. Marine was definitely not a man who let grudges go, clearly, because he also tried to kidnap Charles Petit, who was the judge who had sentenced him to the Lausanne prison in the first place. When he got there, the judge wasn't at home, and in a fit of fury, he tear-gassed the whole house, which gassed the judge's family. Pretty oh, awful. shit. Uh, it was during this revenge attack his accomplice, Bess, the human eel, decided to part ways with Marine. He's like, this is a bit much. Okay. You're going a I bit like far. Robin Banks is fun, but these weird revenge attacks where we tear gas a family, I'm not into that. And they're also not really mine. These <laughs> aren't mine. Yeah. I don't care about your little beefs with the press. At first, I thought you, he, no one was home. He's, they're not home, so he tear gassed the house. <laughs> Cop that house. <laughs> But, oh, the family's at home. Yeah. And it actually, it had been a narrow escape from the police at the judge's house. Maureen had gotten away by running downstairs past several policemen and he yelled, quick, Maureen's up there. Oh, that's And kept clever. running. A young policeman posted outside was also found handcuffed to a drain pipe weeping. <laughs> so weeping? Sad. Yeah. Maureen, <laughs> Maureen said to the young cop, Maureen's up there. Now, just to be safe, <laughs> let's handcuff you down here. Yeah, he never breaks character. <laughs> so, he's the eels left him now on his own during this period. Marine travelled to Sicily, to Algeria, London, Brussels, then back to Paris, all while using his many disguises to avoid detection. So, he's, he's just on the run all over Europe. It's very cinematic, Africa. isn't it? You can imagine a scene in a movie. I can imagine Robert Downey Jr. running down the stairs going, he's up there. He's up there. You know? And then going, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then running in, yeah. hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's on the run. He's going to all these places and it's just a montage. Yeah. Yeah. But the French police, they didn't see the funny side. They were deeply- They never do. No, they were deeply embarrassed that they kept missing their man. And all the while, he's taunting them in the- What did I say something They kept. They kept missing- (laughs) Sometimes I look over and I see you guys laughing and I'm like, I said something dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But see, the difference is when Matt says something dumb, we go, (laughs) when you do it, Matt and I just sort of go- (laughs) <laughs> that's it. But it's equally <laughs> painful. Yes, that's right. But I also do it way more frequently. And I think normally it's like on the fifth in a row where you'll, you finally break. There's been a yeah. build up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say is police, they're deeply embarrassed. They keeped missing their man. Does <laughs> 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 that make sense? He'd always been constantly two steps ahead of them. His disguises were too good. He's in the newspaper taunting them and they're, they've had enough. Finally, in 1979, the French police got their big break they'd been waiting for. Eventually, by using information supplied by Tillier, the man he'd shot and left in a cave to die, they ascertained the license number of the car that a woman named Sylvia believed to be Marine's mistress had used. He'd remembered part of the plates and they'd worked it all out. Wow, Wow. that's sick. From, From his time in the cave? From his time in the cave, yeah. Holy shit. They then checked parking tickets, which the car had received months previously, and they tracked it down to an area that was extensively searched. They were like, she's got a lot of parking tickets in this area. She doesn't have, seem to have friends or family that we know of in this area. Why does she keep visiting that? And they decided to stake out the whole sort of suburb, and they tracked it down. With an extensive search and monitoring They uh, with undercover patrols, they spotted Sylvia walking down the street with a man whose build matched Marine. Holy shit, this is some... Good police work. Yeah. And so, so many of these big crime ones we have talked about in the past, it's just been like dumb luck on the cop's side that breaks the case open or a confession or whatever. But this just, that feels like that's- They did actual undercover detection, yeah. Great detective work. And they so they saw her working with- Because he changes his appearance so much. Yeah. Couldn't be certain, except for they're like, it's the same build, same height. That's one of the few things that's harder to change. Yeah. 
So the couple was followed home and put under constant surveillance and Marine was soon positively identified. They're like, that's him. Whoa. We know where he's, where he's lying low. <laughs> Commissaire Broussard, his sworn enemy, got special permission to act in a permanent state of self-defense, allowing the constant use of maximum force due to the danger posed by Marine. Even if he appeared to be unarmed, he could be treated as if he was a constant threat to Holy police shit. officers and public safety. That sounds like a dangerous precedent. Yeah. It basically gave them permission to shoot to kill at any time. 007. Yeah. A license to kill. Because it's like, even if he's just walking down the street with shopping, they're like, who knows if he's got a gun or whatever. Yeah. Who knows what's in that shopping bag? Exactly. Avocados. Croissant. Bazookas. <laughs> <laughs> Two days later, on November the 2nd, 1979, the operation was put into action. The team consisting of 50 officers and 15 vehicles. The couple of interest left the apartment for a weekend in the country, taking Sylvia's pet poodle scoundrel with them. They got into their gold BMW. Love that. <laughs> Lying low. He's in a fucking gold BMW. Marine got into the driver's seat and as he was on high alert for an ambush, as he always was, he placed two grenades at his feet. With the safety pins partially removed. And, like, tied around his toes or something? <laughs> you can pull it out at any time. <laughs> and he was right to be cautious because a truck boxed them in and a blue tarpaulin on the back of the truck was pulled down, suddenly revealing three men armed with assault rifles. Marine ducked, but his seatbelt stopped him from fully being able to get out of the way in time and he was hit by multiple rounds from 21 bullets that hit the car. He died on the spot. Sylvia lost an eye and required many surgeries. And sadly, Scoundrel the Poodle was killed in the no! ambush. And I was so upset to hear that. France's public enemy number one was no more and his prediction of not being taken alive had come true. He was 42 years old. What, were Bonnie and Clyde shot in the car as well? Yeah, they were shot down. Also in a police ambush. Yeah. So they went down the same way. Whoa. Yeah, wow. And the, I guess him having two hand grenades ready to go, if that is true, I'm always like... <laughs> yeah. You sure you just don't want to make the story we we didn't just kill this uh, popular criminal unarmed? unarmed. Yeah. But um, wow, forty two wow. years old. Forty two. And the independent writes in his flat. The police found enough weapons to invade Luxembourg, <laughs> and an audio taped testament meant for Sylvia, his girlfriend, over the music from the movie Midnight Express, which was a, at the time a, a recent movie about p- prison brutality. Marine told his girlfriend that if she was listening to the tape. It must mean that the police had succeeded in firing before he did. His death and the nature of the killing was very controversial, however, with many accusing the police of simply assassinating him by shooting an unarmed man without any warning. Some labelled it an unjustified extrajudicial killing. His lawyer, Maitre Mellenbaum, said, Governments cannot go around assassinating people, even if they are the worst enemies of the nation. Who said that again, sorry? Maitre Mellenbaum. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. And a good point, I would say. A good point from Maitre Melamore. <laughs> Incredible name. So good. So they found enough weaponry to invade Luxembourg. I like that, that that's what they've used. Could you put it in terms I understand it? How many how, MCGs? How, how many MCGs could they invade? <laughs> I think it was, you could, oh, MCGs. You could invade at least two MCGs. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of weapons. Do you know the population of Luxembourg? I don't know. Oh, I'm yeah, like, if you knew like, that God, off the top of your head, you were a freak. It's 202,000. Population, 640. 640. But that's today. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, we're going back a while. So what about year is six this? MCGs. <laughs> what year is 1979? this? 1979. 1979. Oh, don't worry, I got it. I got this. 
Uh, we're looking at more like three three sixty two. Okay, that's a bit closer. Yeah. So three MCGs three. and the MCGs and back then actually had a bigger capacity. Oh really? Yeah, because it was more standing room only. So I think so I think probably the, three. The biggest ever crowd there's like one hundred and thirty thousand or something. Whoa. Right, and then plus if we put a few on the field because yes, there's no exactly. match on. That doesn't count the players. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. So it's, the umpires it doesn't count. Seven people called Jack playing. For some <laughs> it might be less than three then, but you know. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So I think you might be spot on, Dave. Two. Two. Well done. Beautiful. The police pointed out in their defence, because people were like, whoa, you just shot a man in the street. The police pointed out that he had sworn that he would never surrender and that, as well as having a gun on him, Marine had been armed with two grenades. Others were like, well, how do you know that? (laughs) You're on the floor. The police officers were seen drinking champagne by his corpse shortly after killing him. And this very tasteless action didn't help the criticism. That is grisly. (laughs) Drinking champagne by a corpse. Yeah. The- it's, it's funny. I mean, obviously, that's that's the job, and there is do that privately if you have to do it because it's pretty. It's a what a full on thing to do publicly, and- probably at all. But yeah. I mean, your job—he's the number one enemy of the yeah. state. Yeah, you're it's trying been really to really terrorizing him. the country. Yes, uh, but it, it's very publicized. Like because it was just in the streets of Paris. There's many, many. Uh, grisly photos of him slumped over dead. Yeah, that's it's, yeah. It's People not, got their iPhones out. It's a nasty scene. Mm. I can only imagine the video that would have emerged if it happened now. Mm. The controversy was ongoing over around his death and whether it was an assassination. And it wasn't until 2006 that the French state was finally cleared. So people were, you know, trying to sue them and investigate what happened for for decades afterwards. Mazarin's uh, golden BMW. Peppered with bullet holes and splattered with dried blood was finally sent to the wrecking yard in 2007. Wow. So, they'd held onto it as evidence for, uh-huh. you know, 28 years. Huh. Could have gone to a museum. they have any over there? Any museums? I don't think they do. Ah, uh, that's a shame. They should get museums. Yeah. yeah. Museums are lovely. Yeah. I don't know what they we do. We've got a bunch are. of them here. Everyone should have them. The yeah. MCG has one. Sport, Maybe the- Sports museum. Maybe the MCG could loan some of the Don Mar- exhibits. Don Bradman's bat. Yeah. <laughs> They'd love it in Paris. They'd love that. One of Warney's kookaburras. Balls, not okay. stuffed birds like, or something. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. Hang on yep. a sec. <laughs> Marine is still a well-known and divisive figure in France. A film was made about him in the early 80s, and another two-part film was made in 2008, directed by Jean-Francois Richet. Uh, Marine Part 1, Death Instinct, and Marine Part 2, Public Enemy Number 1, which is confusing. Part 2, Number 1. <laughs> Vincent Cassell, who you might know from Black Swan, the Ocean's movies, or the Jason Bourne film, played Marine and won a bunch of awards, including the Caesar for Best Actor. The Independent writes, A legend has grown up in book, film, song, rap, and now blog of Marine. (laughs) I love that. And now blog. (laughs) And the most prestigious of all, blog. Blog. If he can see himself now, (laughs) you've made it. You've been blogged about. (laughs) He's been seen as a kind of Robin Hood. The film suggests that Au contraire, Marine was a much more modern figure, an early prototype media monster, a gangster more interested in his image than his earnings, a man who turned his life into a permanent biopic, or biopic as other people correctly say, with the enthusiastic support of the French popular press. So yeah, he's a controversial figure, something that he seemed to acknowledge in the audio he recorded for Sylvia. We'll end on this quote. He said to her, What is terrible is that some people will try to make me into a hero. And there are no heroes in crime. There are just men out on the edge who do not respect the law. 
So yeah, he's on the edge. He's a he's a, an interesting figure because he seemed to because he wrote many books and there's a lot he wrote a lot about himself and a lot of the time he seemed to sort of contradict him himself because it sounds like he did think of himself as a hero yeah. sometimes. But then at the end he was like, no, I'm not really. So mm. I don't know if we'll ever know the real Jacques because oh. he had so many disguises, so many wigs, so many personas. Mm. But uh, definitely a an interesting life if yeah. nothing else. That's everyone, isn't it? Though we all wear masks. Mm-hmm. We all wear wigs. We all wear three wigs. <laughs> I know I'm wearing three right now. We all, you know, who we show different versions of ourselves publicly and privately and to different people. I think I see a lot of myself in Jacques, and it's mainly the three wigs. <laughs> <laughs> the fake beard. I've said too much. <laughs> but, yeah, Dave, what a wild, I mean, I've never heard of him. But that is a wild tale. Mm, I've never heard of him either before. Yeah, great and I story. think much like him, I thought he was pretty fun occasionally <laughs> and then thought, oh, no, this guy's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Mm. Which I think probably in the end was uh, the clearer of the two. What did you think of him? You got to know him? It's funny when you learn so much about someone who is undeniably a bad person like mm. we do on this show every now and then. Sometimes you feel, you sort of understand them, but usually in the end you're like, oh, you're a, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. What about you? You love this guy, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he definitely, there was definitely some uh, interesting and quirky parts of the story. Yeah. But, but overall, not a great guy, I don't no, think. No, no, no. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, for from uh, like a podcast perspective, you look at it and go, oh, yeah, there's some quirky little bits in here that'll be yeah. fun. But overall- a career criminal. Yes, absolutely. Killed a lot of people. And seemed very remorseless and quite, you know, um, happy to big himself up yeah. when he had the opportunity, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, doesn't that say something, man? Jacques, if you really, if you were big, you wouldn't need to big yourself up. Exactly. And I heard, I saw some- Let the others big you up. If you need to be bigged, let them big you up. I Keep saw lying some- low. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Dave saw. <laughs> I, uh, I saw an article that was talking about how he sort of claimed himself to be this big anarchist. And they're like, well, you know, even anarchists, for the most part, respect human life. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you you know, even if you don't like institutions, but you respect, you know. It doesn't make sense why human- you killed a couple yeah, of rangers. Yeah, exactly. Sac- the, how, that life, human life is sacred, but he had none of that. So, he yeah. really, he was just using that as a, a, a platform and ideology to yeah. justify his- Oh, what, he wasn't killing- conforming to your idea of anarchism. <laughs> Oh, you're right, Dave. Uh, I want you to be an anarchist, but exactly like I tell you to. Freaking hell, Dave. You are the man. Dave, you're the man. Bang. <laughs> Sorry, I got the tone wrong there, didn't I? <laughs> I think that, does, am I right in saying that brings us to everyone's favourite section of the show? Yeah. Oh, my God. People love this section. So, uh, for those who've just skipped to this part, Welcome to another great show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've missed a, a fascinating story, I've got to tell you, but uh, you are here for the best part of the show. Absolutely. Where we thank a few of our great supporters. These people help make the show possible. They keep the lights on uh, in the stupid old studios here. And uh, you can get involved at patreon.com slash do go on pod. What are some of the things people can get if they get involved there? They c- get to vote on topics that we are doing. Like this one today. Like this one today. Absolutely. It was chosen for. You get access to the greatest uh, corner of the internet, our Facebook group. Um, you get early access to tickets. You get all sorts of wonderful stuff mm. and bonus episodes. Yay. 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 <laughs> uh, you also get to be involved in the 
Fact, quote, or question section, uh, which I think actually has a jingle go something like this. Fact, quote, or question. He always remembers the ding. She always remembers the sing. And uh, the way this works is uh, people on the Sydney Scheinberg level, there's a bunch of different levels you can join up Mm -hmm. to at patreon.com slash to go on pod. And uh, one of them is the Sydney Scheinberg level. On this level, we get to give us a fact, a quote, or a question, or a brag, or a suggestion, or a joke, or a recipe, or really whatever you like. Yes. Uh, You also get to give yourself a title. I read them out for the first time when I read them out. Uh, That's just me giving you a heads up that I might fuck up pronunciations of words. (laughs) Uh, The first one comes from Nick Brennan, who's given himself the title Senior Vice Associate of Making Matt Listen to Interesting Music. Brackets, Parkway Drive needs to be listened to, Matt. Close bracket. That's, uh, Dave, they feel like a band that you might like, Parkway Drive. Yeah, I sort of, uh, I've seen them before at like a, a couple of festivals and stuff like that. Did they headline the one we went to last year or this year? No. Who was that? I get a few bands confused. No, that confused. was Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, they're two bands I get confused. Right. Are they Parkway- similar at all? Uh, yeah, it's genre-wise, but bring- Parkway Drive's the Aussie one. Screamo sort of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, bring me the horizon and not Australian. No. There you go. I believe English. Huh. Well, they, yeah, to me, very unique and individual bands that I can tell the difference of. Um, <laughs> you know, Parkway Drive, they're Australian. Australian they're the Brian Grant. Bay ones? Yes. I should listen to them. I, I believe they're very good, but yes. Thank you, Nick. I'll get on to them. And Nick is offering a suggestion, writing, Hey, guys. A while back, Matt did an inclusive report about Billy Joel's we didn't start the fire. I, was in, I wonder what inclusive in my way. I'd read it. Anyway, I have just come- Maybe to- is it exclusive? Maybe Because it was a Patreon episode? It was yeah. a bonus one? But it was inclusive. I included all of the facts. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Goes on to say, I've just come to know that there is an updated version of the song by Fallout Boy. It covers the major events from 1989 to 2023. I know for a fact this would be an amazing report to add to your catalogue. Fallout Boy absolutely kills this song. Don't, doesn't say if that's in a good way or a bad way. And, <laughs> Ooh. and it was giving me goosebumps the entire way through. Doesn't so, say if it was a good or yeah, bad way. Yeah, bad goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, terrifying. What do you say, Matt? Can we get a report on all the references in this song? It covers everything from LeBron James to 9-11. It really was a different time back then. Elon Musk to the Suez Canal. Canal. Hope you guys <laughs> have a chance. I, it's not either of those pronunciations, is it? Canal. I got it right first? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, no, you said canal. And what is it? Canal. canal. Okay. And not, it's hey, definitely this, not canal. It's a Craig Craig situation. Can you hear the difference? <laughs> canal. Yes. Canal. Which one's right? Canal. Canal. Second one. Yeah. Canal. Canal. Both wrong. Canal. Wrong. Canal. Canal. <laughs> yep. So, Craig. Anyway, so it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Craig. Uh, finishes by saying, hope you guys have a chance to dive into this song. It's such a banger. Love you guys. Also, my wife has a question. Matt, have you checked out Parkway Drive yet? I'll do, I'll do that. Ask me about it on the next episode. Does he mean, have you checked it out between reading the- his title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he's suggested it to me in the past and I forgot, but I'll, Jesus, I will do it soon. But you might have to remind me again, to be honest. Mm. Thank you so much, Nick, for those suggestions. Maybe, I don't know where Nick's from, but maybe he's even done that to me in person. I'm not sure. That does seem, uh-huh. that rings a bell. Uh-huh. Uh, 
but yes, people who don't know, we did a, a bonus episode. It was actually the Golden Shiny Gary Award winning bonus oh, yeah. episode last People's year. People's favourite bonus episode from last year. Um, so yeah, that's. I think that's a great idea. I will do. I reckon I will do that. But again, Nick, you might need to remind me if I forget. Uh, the next one comes from Kelly Clark, aka Brigadier, plain name Brigade. Oh my god, Brigadier, Brigadier. That is so good. I don't think I ever connected Brigadier with Brigade before. No, isn't that? Yeah, me either. Seems obvious. Now. It does actually. Brigade. <laughs> Brigade. Brigadier. Oh, my God. And she's offering us a brag. Okay. Brigadier Brigade brag. Send it our way, Kelly. Uh, brag slash shout out writing. This is for the wonderful, I'm sure. Hang on. This is, oh, my God. This is amazing. I, for a second, I had a bit of uh, deja vu, but it looks like Kelly's just done the same thing as. Uh, oh, brag to somebody else? Yeah. Uh, Mayan Gallagher did. Oh. A couple of weeks ago. Anyway, love let's, this. Let's yes. hit it up again. I love this. Is all about how nice this corner of the internet is. Two different people shouting out Rachel Giraffe, pronounced like giraffe, in honor of receiving an accolade at the recent Inspire Awards. The awards are for librarians, and Rachel Giraffe was recognized in celebrating the best of learning, creativity, innovation, service, and excellence. Those of us in the Patreon WhatsApp group which is obviously where this was all inspired by mm. somewhere, which is also a thing that I didn't know existed, um, got to hear Rachel's brag and see relevant video of the evening. It's not her value, but she also scrubbed up all right on the night. And apparently if you're in the Facebook group, someone will post a, if you want to be involved in the WhatsApp group. Uh, maybe Kelly will post about that this week. That's awesome. That's so nice. What, what a beautiful corner of the internet, all bragging lovely. for each other. That's lovely. Once again, Rachel, giraffe, congratulations. You've done us proud. I think it's giraffe. Giraffe. Yeah. And I, what do I normally say, giraffe? And so they've giraffe, said, they say- like giraffe. Yeah, giraffe. Giraffe. I reckon you're probably right. Mm. But, geez. But they, we could call it Rachel giraffe. I also reckon they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, they know. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. The next one comes from Samantha Cutler, okay, Sam Spamalot. Oh, a bit of fun. Okay. Uh, Sam Spamalot is asking a question, writing, oh, hey, my three favourites. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> my question to you is, do you feel famous yet? Uh, I can, I'll feel this one. Yeah, I'll answer that without you um, continuing. No. No. Do you feel famous yet? Yeah. It just happened. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Not until this very moment. Whoa. Oh <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's only when you're asked a question like that that you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> when someone says, do you still do comedy? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I think you just answered my question. <laughs> yeah. Your own question. <laughs> um, so, it goes on to say, I coincidentally ended up in London for work. Uh, mini brag, I directed a film called The Smeds and the Smooze. Oh. <laughs> Please watch it. That sounds like incredible. In time for a live book cheat and standing in the queue outside waiting to go in, Matt walked past. That's me. I've been listening to you for so long. It was the strangest moment seeing a real life Matt walk by. I excitedly screamed, Matt, and he just kept walking. He is old. Uh, he probably didn't hear you. So from what you've said on the pod previously, Matt mustn't have thought it was uh, must must have thought it was someone else. But yeah. I found it funny that I unexpectedly became an embarrassing yodeling fangirl. <laughs> I met Matt and Dave after the Invisible Man recording, 
and my face was sore from laughing so much. That was the book cheat episode you did? For a second, I'm like, do we watch that movie at some point? No, that's the book you talked about. Uh, you guys are just wonderful. Jess, you're a rare Pokemon, but I hope to meet you and we can rage about how dumb submarines are in Arnold Schwarzenegger accents and eat pancakes. Holy shit, what a day you've got coming yeah, up. Wow, that's going to be a great day. I'm so tempted to come to Australia to see you all for the next live one. E. You all make such magic, a blend of funny, and bring me immense joy. So, humungo, thank you. Big hug, Sam. I oh hope I'm pronouncing God. these words as intended. I think, I think E is supposed to be just like that. Ah, uh, that's so lovely, Sam. And 100% I would have assumed you were talking to someone else. Yeah. Matt is such a common name uh, in Melbourne, and I, I'm guessing so you, in London. Yeah, you would have thought going into a, a Dave Warnicky show- there's no way anybody could have known who you are. Well, no, they could have. But you'd assume they didn't. And also, I don't know anyone. Oh, I don't know many that's people right. in London. Yeah, yeah. So, you'd be like, well, that's Why not a that for me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but you're also 400 years old. Yes. The years aren't what they used to be. No. So. Say it to my good side. <laughs> uh, Looks-wise, I don't hear very well on my <laughs> ugly side. Uh, congratulations on the Smeds and the Smooths, by the way. I'm on the IMDb page here. Yeah. Got a 7.2 rating. Ooh. Not too shabby. Got a great cast here, Samantha, as well. Bill Bailey. Holy shit, that's Sally awesome. Sally Hawkins. Adjua Ando from Bridgerton. We've got Rob Brydon's in this. My oh, goodness. my God. This rules. Oh, it's an animated show about uh, Bill and Janet who fall in love while their families are at war. Taylor's oldest time. Yeah. That's very cool. Excellent. Congratulations. Love that. If you say hi to me, I will say hi back. I promise you. Yeah. I'd say just yell at me. <laughs> say Matt Stewart. Yeah. Oh, I mean, also a common name. But but, you, but more likely you'll I would, turn. Yeah, I'd probably- I would, You'd I at reckon. least turn. Yes. And look for other Matt Stewarts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, she talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> is it for me? Uh, thank you, Samantha Cutler. And uh, finally, from Roy Phillips, uh, aka inexplicably mimicking him hiccuping- <laughs> <laughs> Roy Roy Done it again Done it again You dirty dog And uh, Roy is quoting a quote saying <laughs> See if you can guess who this is Our enemies are innovative and resourceful And so are we They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people And neither do we George Bush <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I thought, I was like, sounds like maybe you're doing an Obama or Yeah, there. no, I didn't nail the voice. But it was presidential. <laughs> yes. If nothing it else. Was, oh, yes. It was very, very presidential. presidential. Which some say George W. Bush never was, but, but not yeah, me. No. I think I was focusing too much on that. Can I hear the quote again? One more time, please. Our, our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. <laughs> that is brilliant. It's and so good. that was very Joe Biden. So well done. <laughs> You're really getting these brothers. Can we get a Bill Clinton going here? <laughs> Need a saxophone to get me on key. Um, that's a great quote. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Samantha, <laughs> Kelly, and Nick as well. Brilliant. Neither do we. Neither do we. <laughs> yeah, like he's got too many great quotes. I think a lot of the great weird <laughs> moments of Tony Abbott and, you know, Kevin Rudd, some of our weirder prime ministers. <laughs> Don't translate to text as well. Yeah. You know, like, stay silent for way too long. Yeah, Tony, you're not saying anything. Yeah, winks weirdly at a journalist. uh, What was the Kevin Rodman? He said, uh, a fair suck of the sauce bottle. Got a zip. And some weird stuff like (laughs) that. You're like, 
<laughs> a lot of it's in the weird tone, just yeah. how he how he doesn't seem he comfortable bit, saying yeah, it. Like he's, he's, it seems a bit robotic. Yeah, it's been put on or something. And then but, just footage of him on the handball court. <laughs> Different cat, as uh, people might say. Got a zip. Got a zip. <laughs> uh, all right, the next thing we like to do is thank a few other great supporters uh, who are on the, I believe, arse prod level or above. Mm. And... Uh, Jess, you normally come up with a bit of a game based on the topic at hand. Their disguise. Oh, yeah, great. How many wigs? <laughs> <laughs> How many wigs? Uh, we got a four wigger here. That's just one element of oh, the yeah. disguise. Wow, okay, great. Yeah. Well, you can uh, explain to me how this works after I thank our very first uh, shout-out supporter this week from Bremerton in Washington in the United States. It's Amber Libet Miller. Trench coat. Yes. Floppy hat. Okay. Mustache. Oh, yeah. Okay. Trench coat, floppy hat, mustache. Oh, disguising as my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next one comes from Ottawa in Ontario in Canada. Enrique Garcia. Ooh. Enrique Garcia, probably. Okay. Enrique Garcia. Clown shoes. Yes. Clown hat. Because then nobody's looking at your face, are they? No, yeah, clown shoes that honk as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's a full, every element is honky. He wears a... A goose pattern jumper, sweater. And a goose pattern. Yeah, it's just a goose's. It's something Dave would wear, you know. I'd, oh, it's got geese go, it's on got it. It's got geese on okay, it. It's been yeah, knitted yeah. onto it. I didn't yeah. know if that was like a, sorry. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like, like a type of It's like a tooth. Yeah, yeah, I was like, ah, uh-huh, goose pattern, yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, yes. Herringbone. <laughs> other things that honk, maybe like a fireman's hat. Yes, yes. Because do they honk? <laughs> And something French because they honk. Oh, and a baguette in a pa- in a handbag. Yeah, very honky. I love it. What's what's something for his face that could honk? I oh, know. No, nose. And a nose. A, nose, a honky nose. nose. <laughs> man, Perfect. This, the man can honk. Wow, that is honky. <laughs> and a honk if you're horny. Um, yes. Number plate on his back. Yeah. <laughs> number plate <laughs> like a sticker on his back. Yeah, yeah. No, bumper a number sticker. plate. <laughs> a bumper uh, sticker on his ass. Oh yeah, I mean. <laughs> Feels like we've given, we've really painted a bigger picture for Enrique than we did for Amber Libet Miller. Okay, we're just getting warmed up. Two of the, I mean, how do we top those two names? I don't think we can. But anyway, let's see how we go. From Diamond Creek in Victoria, right here in Australia, it's Georgie Hill. Oh my God, another great name. Georgie Hill. Dave, do you want to have a go? Okay, Cape. Oh. <laughs> yeah, incognito. Yeah. <laughs> cape is uh, over a uh, full white tuxedo. Yes. What colour's the cape? Uh, red. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> Like bullfighter looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. but then a matching red tie. Yep. And a uh, haircut done like Keith from- uh, From the Prodigy. Prodigy. So like twin a- Twin fins. Yeah, twin fins either side. Yep. Uh, and then um, sunglasses, but yep. the lenses aren't in there. Yes. Just glasses. Yeah, just glasses. Just the rims. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> nice. If people are looking at the suit. They're looking at the overall vibe. They're not really paying attention to the details exactly. of the face. Exactly. nothing. And also like, uh, yeah, big time criminal is going to stand out that much. Come on. We're Come not on. falling for that one exactly. again. Yeah. They're the least likely. <laughs> yeah. um, can I thank some people as well? I would hope you could. <laughs> we'll see. Let's find out. I would love to thank from Portland, Oregon, Samuel Goldberg. Whoa. Uh, hockey. Yeah, definitely it's the uh, keeper. Yeah. Hockey mask. Hockey mask. Hockey yeah. pads. Okay. Full hockey outfit. Yeah. Skates and everything, but just walking down the street. What team? Uh, the ducks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he quacks. Yeah. <laughs> we've had a honker before, now we've got a quacker. We've got a honker and a quacker. 
Yeah, um, and, he, and he only gets around in a flying V formation. That's right. And his key criminal move in his crime of choice is the triple deke. <laughs> that's wow. Right. And he also leaves a trail of breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah, that's a calling card. <laughs> and a knuckle puck. <laughs> Samuel There's a lot. Goldberg. There's a lot going on, but it's uh, very distracting. Also very little going on as well. Yeah. Uh, I would also love to thank from Middlesbrough in Great Britain, Danielle Lindsay. Danielle Lindsay. Danielle Lindsay. Uh, Danielle Lindsay is wearing a fine perfume. Oh. One that makes it's you- It intoxicates you so much that you can't see anything else. Wow. She's like the breeze. Oh, that, wow. That's what her criminal uh, sort of name becomes. The breeze. The breeze. We've been done over by the breeze. Oh, not wow. the breeze. You don't see her coming. No. But you smell her when she's yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> you smell her leaving. <laughs> that's good. You don't see her coming, but you smell so her leaving. Yeah. Oh, what were they wearing? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I can't identify maybe the Maybe nothing, maybe everything. I've worked in fragrances my whole life. I cannot identify mm. this scent. And once the uh, wow. statute of limitations comes to an end, Danielle Lindsay creates and she releases the scent uh, commercially and it becomes a huge hit. Whoa. And you'll never guess what it's called. What? The Breeze. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Son of Sam law, though? Can we profit from this crime? Uh, the statute of limitations on the Son of Sam law ran out. <laughs> Fantastic. In uh, Middlesbrough. Wow. Got it. Very specific to that yeah. town or city. Oh, that's that's fortuitous. Middlesbrough sounds familiar. I think they've got a football club, don't they? Yeah, I reckon that's it. <laughs> Why do I know anywhere? Have <laughs> they got like a sports team or something? <laughs> yeah. uh, and finally for me, while you look up Middlesbrough, I would love to thank from Scottsdale, Arizona, in the US of A, David Green. David Green. All right, I'm thinking Abraham Lincoln, chin strap beard. Yes. Okay. And then I'm thinking- um, Indiana Jones hat. Oh, p- absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh, Neo from the Matrix's jacket. Yes. And on his feet, uh-huh. those eight hundred dollar Crocs that Justin Bieber released. Yes, perfect, nailed it once again. That is again. a beautiful outfit. That is, I, I would wear that. I am wearing it right now. That's why Dave's just <laughs> looking at me. Um, fantastic. Well, Dave, do you want to thank, bring it home? Thanks some people fantastic. as well. Do you have any Middles- Middlesbrough facts from Matt over there? Uh, yes, they are a team. <laughs> oh, great, okay. confirmed. So and uh, the first player, maybe on their current lineup, that comes up here. Had a great name. I've lost it. Doesn't matter. But it was Chubba. <laughs> How good of a name is that? That's really good. Chubba. Oh, oh, hang on. And their goalkeeper's name is Thomas Glover. Um, are we talking- uh, That's nominative. Nominative? Absolutely. We talking determinism wow. here? <laughs> Holy shit. Thomas yeah. Glover. It was either goalkeeper or wicketkeeper. <laughs> Ch- or catcher. <laughs> Chubba kicks to Glover. It's fun. <laughs> I would like to thank from uh, Peabody. And what is this? Is this Maryland? Was this Massachusetts? Massachusetts, I think. Yeah. What is this? This is the one that Ma- trips us up the most. Yeah, I it is. Peabody, Massachusetts. Because Maryland's MD. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, Ma- Massachusetts. I don't know how they got in because Maryland should be the MA because that's, that's for earlier old, in right? the that's alpha- old. And all- earlier in the alphabet, right? Massachusetts must have just oh, been more powerful very at the time. Old. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They're really old. Okay. From uh, Peabody, Massachusetts, I'd like to shout out to Matthew Keane. Matthew oh. Keane. Keane for? Mustard. A mustard Ooh. yellow oh, suit. Can't, Colonel Mustard, everything about him. Big Mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
everything like a real like a uh, what's it called like a monochrome. You're wearing all the same colors. Yes, oh, yeah. love uh, that mustard suit with a mustard shirt tie. Mustard's cane. One of your signature colors. I, yeah, I don't wear as much. Or mustard, used to be, but um, I, I'm wanting to bring it back. Yeah, it's a beautiful color. It's a mustard year. Are you gonna maybe get a mustard cane? Uh, I have. Am I going to? I have many. Oh. Um, You're gonna bring it out. <laughs> I'm again. gonna bring. I'm gonna bring it out of storage. Perfect. And again, people are just looking at the the outfit, you know. Yeah, not he's got a mustard mustache too. Yes, but that's not hair; it's just mustard. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a messy eater. <laughs> like you have a milk mustache. Yeah, this is a mustard. He's mustache. got a permanent mustard mustache. <laughs> How's the guy eating hot dogs? He he pours liquid mustard onto his cornflakes in the morning. Oh, yuck! <laughs> yeah, he's gross. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> If so, if me and Matthew Keane are around and someone yelled out, Matt, I'd assume they were talking to Keeney. Yeah. Keeney is what I call him. Keeney. 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 Uh, I'd also like to thank from Hartford in Wisconsin, Aaron Romero. I call him the Lotto because he's Keeno. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Romero. <laughs> okay, not Aaron Romero. <laughs> Aaron Romero. So weird because I call him Keno, but anyway. <laughs> um, I know you two don't get on our YouTube page very often because it doesn't have that many listeners there and you're like, we're not going to bother. There's not enough we people We don't get out of bed for less than 10,000 listeners. Okay. That's right. Wow. Okay. So um, <laughs> it is less than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but Aaron Romero, is uh, he comments on a lot of the- episodes uh, oh. often with quotes and these are old episodes and i'm normally like i'll often like them but be like no idea what this means <laughs> he could just be making these up. but I, I love his work uh also uh had a past career as a rapper aaron romero oh my god if that helps you paint a picture well i was so, so he, he needs to be away from that for it to be a disguise so not a rapper yeah anything but a rapper okay yeah, what about ballerina oh yeah oh yeah Ballerina, but what about to cover the face? He's wearing like an astronaut helmet. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. Mm. That'd yeah, be really yeah. nice. You wouldn't see him, you, but, see his you'd, face. but you'd be touched by the grace of his movement. Yeah, exactly, twinkle toes. That's so we're going. What? Yeah, leotard. Uh, tutu. Tutu. What are the shoes called again? Ballet shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> point. Is that right? And the point shoes. Point shoes. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Aaron Romero, fantastic work. Love your work. And finally, I would like to thank from Boyne Island. <laughs> oh, my Lovely. God, I love that. Never been, never heard of it. Never Where been. is Boyne Island? It's in Queensland. Yeah. Well, and it's a big shout out to Hannah Hicks. This is, uh, like I've said this before, but this is our greatest batch of names ever. <laughs> Every single one of them, a beauty. I'll go through them again. I love it too. After we stop recording, I'm going to just read them again. Okay. And then I'm going to record it. And then I'm going to listen to it on repeat as I go to sleep tonight. That's nice. Hannah Hicks. Aaron Romero. <laughs> Matthew Keane. David Green. Oh, my God. A bit of a rhyme there, too, which is always good. Beautiful. Um, and what's, what, what is Hannah Hicks wearing in Boyne, Boyne Island? Well, when I think Boyne, <laughs> uh, onomatopoeically, I think pogo stick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Boyne. 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 Yeah. Yep. So, was it a pogo outfit? But Ireland, in at Queensland Island, I'm also thinking- Beautiful beaches, sunshine. Obviously, Queensland's got every kind of climate and and uh, landscape. But I'm picturing uh, pogo stick, but also like a pool floaty, a wearable ring. Yeah. Maybe that's a flamingo. Um, probably gonna need some more clothes. What else are you offering there, Bob? Maybe skivvy. Yeah, skivvy. <laughs> oh, skivvy. Okay, good one. 
Which I think in some countries means underpants, but I forget. I remember the Wiggles episode. Just imagine the Wiggles. The Wiggles episode got us in a lot of trouble. Like a turtleneck, I guess. And what about- I like um, skivvies. Skivvy. Fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves. Oh, bring it back a classic. Yeah. What about gloveless fingers? I've got those. (laughs) I bought one pair of gloves. I cut the fingers off. This is for you, Hannah. The rest is for me. (laughs) That's nice. That's good sharing. I think you look fantastic on Boyne Island. I would recognize you. At the moment, she's pantsless, apart from the flamingo ring. Uh, I'm going to say and pants. All right. (laughs) Thanks so much to Hannah, Aaron, Matthew, David, Danielle, Samuel, Georgie, Enrique, and Amber. Uh, You're all so beautiful to me. And the last thing we like to do is welcome a few people into our Triptych Club. Jess, you explain this so well. Yes. So, what this is, is uh, people who have supported us at patreon.com slash pod for three consecutive years. And we welcome them with open arms into this exclusive club. Once you're in, you cannot leave, um, but you won't want to. It's like Paradise Prison. Mm. And uh, we have a And you've band. got a last sentence. <laughs> we, have a, <laughs> we have bands play. We have food and we have dancing. And Matt's standing at the door. He's lifting the velvet rope. He's ticking your name off a, off a clipboard. Dave's there on stage, hyping. And you up, you're running through, you're high fiving everybody, everybody's <laughs> cheering <laughs> that you're here. Um, Matt reads the names, Dave hypes you up, I hype Dave. Matt usually says smart ass things about yeah, it's what unne- Dave's doing, unnecessary, honestly. Food wise, look, um, I feel like only last week I brought in a bunch of French cuisine. Um, and so I'm not changing the menu again, am I? We got snails, we got French martinis, we got. French baguettes. fries, baguettes. Oh, baguettes with camembert. Yes. Mustard. Delicious. French mustard. Okay. Uh, tomato. Yep. And pomme. Yes. Dete? Dete. Pomme dete. What does that mean? What apple. does that mean? What did you say then? Apple. Apple. It's got apple on there too. <laughs> uh, so, just two inductees this week. Dave, have you booked a band, did you say? Uh, you're never going to believe it. Oh, I yeah. book these bands. I mean- Talks to these people for about 18 months. Wow. And you don't have to get to your Spotify app because live tonight, Parkway Drive are in the building. What? Whoa. You can experience them. Oh, that is so convenient. How good is that? Because otherwise Matt would forget to check out Parkway Drive and now he'll be forced to. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to- I can't wait to check them out. It's going to be great. I'll be, you know, I'll be there with them hanging out afterwards too. And uh, just two inductees this week. Yep. So- Dave, you ready to do some of your um, really strong wordplay? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll never, never, I'm never stopped. <laughs> oh boy, yep, you'll be fine. <laughs> no, oh, I fucked it up. All right, are you ready? Yes. Oh, pom de terre is a, is is potato and pom is apple. I got it the wrong way around. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. Go back to class, mate. Yeah, fuck. Kicking myself, but don't worry, I'm hyped up. Get on down here. We have got the club for you to come on in. Let me hear you up the back. Woo! I'd Let me hear you up know- the front. Woo! <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> love to know the first time a listener corrected Dave on something that scarred him in this way. Yeah, that yeah. he's like sweating in between. That's why so- I avoid uh, that YouTube.com. Thank you so much. <laughs> People are very happy to it's say. It's become a much friendlier place in recent times. YouTube in general or our YouTube? Our YouTube. Since, like, it's the only the episodes where the get a lot of views that uh, get the hate. The ones that get the not many views, which is most of them, they, I mean, it, the views are of a just of a wave line. You know? Yeah, it's not the most interesting to watch. Anyway, let's welcome some people in. Uh, first up from Dublin in Ireland, it is, I believe, Owen Maguire. 
Owen Maguire, they're on fire. Woo! And secondly and finally from Mernda here in Victoria, Australia, it's Julian Wren. Let me go for a song here. Okay. Julian Wren, out of Wren, every time. 10 out of 10. Might yes. of 10, out of 10. So much more every time. And I, I made sure that you're in Victoria before I said that because you, you hopefully grew up that ad as well, Julian Wren. Wow. If not, I'll give you a Wren out of 10. <laughs> there we go. That's, pre- that's great. But the musical version's better. Oh, agreed. Everybody <laughs> agrees with that. Every time. <laughs> Julian Wren and Owen Maguire, you two legends. Make sure you make yourselves at home. You better. Jess will be watching out. You better get cosy. If you're not cosy. If you're not mingling, oh. unless you don't like mingling. And that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. You don't have to mingle. You do you, but by God, make yourself at home. Man, I'm always jealous of minglers. I was at a party uh, not too long ago with you two, mm-hmm. uh, a, a good friend of our show, of the show's birthday, mm-hmm. <laughs> and their <laughs> mum came up to me and said, just doing the rounds, meeting everyone. And I said, oh, you've w- saved us for last, have you? We're pretty intimidating. She said, no, you were first, actually. I'm like- what? <laughs> We're the least intimidating people here. <laughs> Either way, I, I seem to take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> well, we've had some fun here tonight. We've, we have had some fun. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want to get in contact, how can they do that, Jess? They can go to our website, which is dogoonpod.com. They can suggest a topic there as well. There's also a link in the show notes. Um, you can find us on socials at dogoonpod. And most importantly, remember that we love you. Oh, that's not, is that for me and Dave as well? No. <laughs> oh, come on. Nope. Oh, come on. Food at home. Hey, we'll be back next week with another episode, but until then, I'll say thank you so much for listening and goodbye. Later. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.